Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. You got them all hot! Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. July 4th, we do a turducken. It's an that's, ultimate summertime yeah, beach that's food. really what you want is a steaming hey, pile of meat. 95 degrees outside. Let's go watch the fireworks with some turducken in <laughs> our belly. Let's eat something with... Oh, and then we put that octopus thing in it, too, so it's a turducken and whatever. They stuff an octopus into the hole on the turkey. Right, that's enough And the you. stuff comes... Yeah, that's a thing. Go look it up. It's terrifying. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Football Friday. Brought to you by Tansky Sawmill Toyota. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We don't have any Buckeyes to talk about today for Football Friday, but we do have football to talk about. Saturday Showcase coming up at 334. NFL Picks in the 4 o'clock hour. Tool of the Week at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 Your chance to win fabulous prizes. You ever have one of those situations where, for no good reason... You can't catch your breath. Who am I talking to? Of course you have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I've in that, that moment right now, and I'm I'm psychologically trying to tell myself that you can. You're okay. I'm not moving. I have all the oxygen I need, but it's a lost cause. I feel like I I can't catch my breath. I remember if the, I die, will you do the rest of the show? Well, I guess someone would have to, right? Yeah. I mean, I would do it out of necessity more than sense of well, sense of duty, I guess too. Would that be inappropriate? What do you mean, would it be inappropriate? Well, you know... Oh, to keep going while you're dead? When, when Owen Hart fell from the rafters and died they, in the ring, they just sort of scraped him off the canvas and said, all right, show must go. go on. on. We got a pay-per-view. Show. Yeah. If I were to die during the show, would that be disrespectful for you to continue with the show? I mean, I think we'd have to leave it up to the audience. Like, what would they... You Put know, up a quick Twitter poll? Right. Common man's dead. Should we continue with the show? Right. I think I think that's the only fair way to do it. I think Ted and Leanna should have to do it. That would actually be better because I'll be in mourning, you know? Yeah, why well, can't Bone be there though? Yeah. I mean we'll all be in mourning. No, 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 no but Well you, no, he's gotta take he's gotta take me to the coroner's office or something. You can't just leave my dead body on the floor. It's cold enough in here, Bone, right? We True can enough. just leave him You'll there. You'll be preserved. You'll be fine. Yeah, I remember like one of the first times that I had to host the Buckeye show back many, many years ago here, I was getting ready to go on the air. And just for whatever reason, I had to go back out to the printer real quick, like two minutes before the show and then walk back again. This is maybe 50 steps. If that, and I sat back down and was like, ah, ah, can't catch your breath. The Buckeye show. Here we go. My name is T-Bone. Ah, and and I was solo host that day. So it was like a solid 10 minutes of me just like, Sounding like someone ran up a flight of stairs. Timmy Hall had a sports center where he couldn't catch his breath. It's in our system somewhere. Do you know what it's he called? He had a similar thing where he had to run to the printer last minute. You know what it's called? I don't. I can search for yeah, it. Yeah, search probably for just it. sports center. Right? Well, and I don't think we have audio of this, but a couple of years ago, Tiberi had a thing on 10 TV. Oh, did he? 
where I guess he didn't know his sports segment was coming up and it was live, and he couldn't catch his breath during his segment. I, I don't know how to... If you have convinced your brain that you need oxygen, your brain is like, okay, I'm going to make you gasp until you get that oxygen. Even if you're not really that out of breath or anything, If sometimes it's just... You're, you're out of your element. You're not prepared to go be on TV or be on the radio immediately. And your brain starts just going like, this is not right. And you're like, yeah, I know. Ah, okay, here we are. And, and for whatever reason, there's no like point where you can just take a minute, get your breath, and then come back and keep going. You have to just soldier through. I feel recovered now. Teddy, if you can't find it, ask Tim where it is because he knows where it is. He's in the edit bay. Uh, yeah, jackets. I actually, I do have. Oh, you it have here. it. Yeah. All right, let's hear let's a little. This. Timmy can't catch his breath on the Sports Center. This is Sports Radio ninety-seven point one FM, Sports Center. Good evening. I'm Tim Hall. Getting ready for some hockey tonight. You'll get the Columbus Blue Jackets just a couple games away from getting to five hundred. They will take on the. <laughs> they will take on the New York Rangers today in New York. Yes, coming up here at 645. Your coverage on the fan. Puck drop will be at 7 o'clock. <laughs> that one will be an interesting game for sure. College football. Mac Brown getting ready to coach Texas in the Alamo Bowl against Oregon. He says his job situation has not changed. He also said he's still looking forward to meeting with President Bill Powers and Athletics Director Steve Patterson to the NFL. Good one tonight for Thursday All right, I think night he caught up. That, that part there where you heard him go, like, talking about Mac Brown, and then he just said, gonna have to, just his breath trying to get there. We've all been there. Oh, it's such a bad feeling. Uh, Jackets lose in Dallas last night. Daniil Tarasov, my guy, made his debut last night. He, he wasn't the problem. Stopped 34 shots, played well. No. Jackets played like they were a man short for two periods. They couldn't get the damn puck out of their own zone, which was the issue in Nashville. And last night, too, although not to the extent they had in Nashville. But some quotes from Tarasov last night. He said, I got to the arena about 2 o'clock Central Time. I'm sorry, landed 2 o'clock Central Time. I was at the hotel around 3. I had some time to rest and prepare for the game. I texted my mom and dad in Russia for sure. They said, have fun. This is a big day, absolutely a big day for me, for my family. I was so excited. Yeah, I'm sure. That it was, was a dream come true for him. A big moment for his family, and it's too bad. You know, I'm quite sure they weren't able to catch a flight from Russia on short notice and get here to watch him what, play. What, the parents? Yeah, no, there's I'm no chance that could happen. So, But, you know, to your point about how it looked like they were down a man for two periods, usually when you have this type of situation where... There's an emergency call up because of illness and the guy that you're putting in the net, although a talented player, this is not the same as having like the emergency backup goaltender, right? This is, this is a guy that the Jackets eventually hope to see a lot of good things from, but still you would tend to think the defense would give you a little bit more and instead right off the bat, they give up a goal because you're out in front of your net and just not getting the puck out of there. This is... Something that the Jackets are starting to make a little bit of a habit. And then they, they kind of settled in after that goal and kept him more clean. And then second and third period, you're right. It went right back to them just giving Dallas plenty of opportunities in front of the net. I want to say the Jackets were outshot after that first period, something like 31 to 11. Yikes. Yes, yikes, yikes wrong, is right. Wrong day for well, the segment, still, but whatever. It's, yikes. it's warranted. They're yeah, just bad. They're playing catch-up, it seems like. 
Yeah, they I can't get I the mean, damn puck out of their zone. I don't want to. I don't want to go too far down this road yet. But they're listen. We Fourth knew of the season. No, at the it's st- done. At the start of the year, we all had questions about whether or not this team could be defensively sturdy enough to hold up in you know an eighty-two game season. There's going to be a lot of questions about that. So we are starting to see some of that now, right? But I thought there and and the Jackets stayed in the game, right? Even because Tarasov did play well, but this is still something that as close as that game was in the score sheet, it wasn't that close if you're actually watching the game. So that's the concern I have is now you have a few of these stacked up together. Let's hope they can turn this ship around and and get a few wins to get some more confidence. I don't think anybody's got expectations of this team to go win a Stanley Cup this year, but I, I would like to see them keep that level of compete that they've had to start the season off. That would be nice if they could keep that going all year. So Elvis was there last night in a backup capacity. He was not feeling well, but I guess good enough to suit up and act like the backup, but I assume he was sitting on a cork the entire time. They have not told us what the illness is other than it's non-COVID, I would assume that it's not like an airborne flu type of thing or they wouldn't want to have Elvis around the team. I know they put Corpy on IR today. Mm. So Tarasov will go with them to Washington. I would assume if Elvis is feeling better, serve as the backup goalie while Corpy's away. Yeah, I wonder... If if it was like a food poisoning situation or something like that. Well, that's where my mind goes because I know those guys are friends and maybe they just ate together and they were the only two that ate that particular meal and the rest of the team is unaffected. Well, I would right. assume if you had an an, an, effect, an infected person in Elvis, you wouldn't want him in the dressing room with all the other guys. Possibly giving that to other players right. who then could also miss time. That would, that would not be ideal. you're not catching idea. food poisoning. No, you just might have. If those two ate the same meal, that would make a lot of sense, but... Yeah, hopefully they can both get back healthy, fully healthy, as quickly as possible. Cowboys beat the Saints last night, Thursday night football. It was an ugly game to watch, but Teddy, your team came out on top. Yeah, my guys. Were you happy with that performance last night or just in survival mode? Offensively, no. Defense, I'm fine with the defense. Offense, that's another game that they've had in the last few weeks that they haven't looked so good. Well, Taysom Hill started for the Saints, was picked off four times, and... Three of those times were consecutive possessions, back-to-back-to-back possessions in the fourth quarter, one of them ending with a pick six. So not the good start for Taysom Hill that Sean Payton wanted. He did hurt his finger in that game, too, so maybe that led into it. Who the hell knows? But, you know, they signed him to a significant deal where if he becomes the starting quarterback, they guarantee him $95 million. I don't know if a starting quarterback job is in his future, but... Certainly didn't look like one last night. No, he did not. And being able to run the ball for 100 yards, that's great. That's a that's a big boost if you're not the yeah, best Yeah, he ran the ball for over 100 yards. Well, right. Yes. He, he himself did that. Obviously, the rest of the team for New Orleans added you know, a few carries here and there, but no well, Kamara, Kamara wasn't so, there last night. Yeah. Right. That made it tough. But Taysom Hill being able to throw the ball for 250, run it for 100, that would work. He had two touchdowns through throwing the ball, so... That would help if you were able to not throw those interceptions, but we can't just separate out the performance and say he looked good in some aspects, oh, except for those picks. This is different, right, than Lamar Jackson throwing four picks last time out against the Browns because Lamar Jackson has shown 
over the course of his career. You have a body of work to fall back on. Yes. He he has shown that potential and the ability to be a game changer, to be the MVP. He has shown all of that. The NFL has adjusted to him. He has adjusted to that. So that's the trick with any quarterback is how do you continue to adjust as the league figures you out? Look at Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen, what they've been going through this year, right? A little bit of an adjustment to that offense. The offenses those guys run, defenses started to figure them out, made it more difficult. Now those guys have had moments where they look like they're starting to figure it out a little bit more. We'll see how that continues, and it'll be different for each guy. What worries me about Taysom Hill is he's throwing these picks still very early on in his career as a starting quarterback, but he has had more work than when they first floated this idea where he'd thrown like seven passes in his career. He he has had a good amount of time now to not be making plays like this, and he's still doing it. So we'll see if they keep running him out there. Maybe he will improve, or maybe this is just a sign that he's really not the guy, and, and that would be good for the Saints to know going into the offseason if he's not going to be your solution at starting quarterback. Well, unfortunately for him, too, he's just playing on a team that's not very good. Well, I know I mean, it's that. It's not like you had an injury situation like, uh, you know, Drew Brees goes down and, you know, Teddy Bridgewater can come in and manage things because the team around him is so good. This team is just not very good. No, they're not. And what have they lost now? Five straight? Five or six. Yeah, at least five. I mean, it's brutal. Yeah, well, they got off to that somewhat good. I cannot believe <laughs> this team not just beat the Packers, mm-hmm. beat the hell out of the Packers. Yeah, I know. It's it, that, that's why in the NFL we're getting to a point now where I don't I don't think you can put as much stock in every single week in the NFL, right? Well, no, especially that game. Week one's a long time ago now. Yeah, it's, it's these are different teams. Different. Yeah, so I, I I do feel like this Saints team has a lot of things they need to improve on. But if I were them, I would not. And I've been saying this. I don't think Taysom Hill is the guy. I think he's fine. He's he's a holdover type of guy. He had you in that game, but then he threw you right out of it. So. Is that going to be the case every week? Probably not. He'll help you win some games, but I just don't think he's going to be the type of person that eventually becomes a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And you have the opportunity to possibly go draft that or find that in the next couple of years. Why wouldn't you put all your resources into that instead of trying to develop this guy? Notre Dame made it official today. We'll talk about it coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find some slow traffic in I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East Split. Traffic is beginning to build. And more delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hitting speed bumps in your hiring process. Streamline your route to hire with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. Find your next great hired and visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Football Friday brought to you by Tansky Sawmill Toyota. It's also Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes 
I do have a, a small bone to pick. Now, they, they run commercials on the station. And I'm a fan of both of these things. The Columbus Blue Jackets and Wendy's. Mm-hmm. However, the CBJ, JBC, GFY meal they have going on, <laughs> it's too many. Too many letters. Confuses me. CBJ, JBC. Well, I think they're trying to highlight that the Blue Jackets and the, what is that, the Junior Bacon, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, of course, duh, that those two have the same initials. That's fine. So it's, great. Too, it's too confusing to me. Yeah, I, I definitely couldn't say it five times And fast. you know what? It's probably confusing for the people working the speaker at the Wendy's. Ah, give me a CBJ, JBFY. WXC. Give me the BJCC, DJ, ABCD. Right. You know people are screwing that up because like, you know, the thing they say on the radio, it's a bunch of letters. It's got a junior bacon cheeseburger in it. That's what I want. Give me that. I had 19 questions today for my lunch. You did. Recorded voice comes on. Oh, yeah. Would you like to try a chicken sandwich? No. Will you be using the mobile app? No. No. Would you like to round up for charity? I just want to order my meal! By the way, I don't know if this is true or not. I heard somewhere that the rounding up for charity thing that everyone does, which... I do it. I do it, I'm, too. I don't want to sound like a heartless bastard because no, I, I do round up every single time. I, I do it, too, but I need to know I need to know the facts on this because I have, I have seen some people who say, and I don't know if this is valid, that a lot of these places, these giant corporations, you go to, you know big box store type place and you buy something it's like would you want to round up for charity well it turns out they've already made the donation to charity and what you're doing is giving that giant company your money was oh, that right to, again i don't i don't want you to know say what I think that we for should sure do. next time we go to the window and order food when they say would you like to round up for charity you say yes as long as you provide me with a paper trail of where my donation goes well, that's valid, and then, isn't it? And yes, it's valid. And then what the hell are they going to say? I'm just taking your food yeah, order, right. please. Well, that's the thing, though, is they everyone in that situation is like, yeah, it's 37 cents. Sure, round up. I don't care. I'm just pointing out that, I, again, if that is true, that I'm not saying every company does that. I'm saying I have heard that some of the bigger companies out there, that's the way they handle the donate for charity thing is they make a $10 million donation. Very generous of you. That's nice. But it's not really a donation if then you ask me to cover it and you just basically gave that money to them and expect me to pay it back. Maybe you could do that and I could also donate. If I know that money's not going to the charity, I'm not giving it to you to cover your charitable giving. I'm going to just donate it myself. It is official today. Marcus Freeman is the new Notre Dame head coach. He had a press conference about an hour ago. So let him live. Congratulations to him. He is 36 years old. 35? 35, I think. 35. Yeah. I was confused because he's 35 and has six kids, Marcus Freeman Let does. him live, yeah. That's some super sperm. <laughs> you got a ways to go to catch me. It's not Philip Rivers, Good job, Marcus right. Freeman. He's no Philip Rivers, but you're right. You're I, in the preseason of making kids. <laughs> I will say, I saw that uh, there, was, there was a video produced where he was introduced to the team. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember who it was. There was someone in like, you know, just athletic sweats who's standing there and going, all right, men, here's the guy. And this is, this is a a time we're going to go forward now. And then they brought him into the locker room and rightfully so these players mobbed him. They were hopping up and down. It it felt like 
to some degree, someone from the team got promoted to be head coach. Yeah, that's, that was, that's good for them. That's that was awesome. their level of reaction. And I thought, I wonder if Brian Kelly watched that, if he even has seen it, and thought, man, I left something behind, didn't I? I, I mean, I, it's $100 million. I guess I don't care, but I did leave that behind because that team will, the guys who went through what just happened this week, they will all rally around Marcus Freeman. And for a couple years there, until all those guys kind of graduate or move on, you will have plenty of upperclassmen who will hold up. Marcus Freeman's the guy. When you're a freshman, you come in here, you listen to him. He was our guy when no one else wanted When Brian Kelly ditched us, yeah. this is the guy who stood up for us. Yeah, but and, will that win you games on Saturday? And no, I'm not saying will that, that go necessarily. Out and get players for you. You're right. No, the goodwill now with that team, fantastic. And I'm sure that he's thought of as an authority figure, but also kind of like an equal because he's he's close in age with those guys. Their offensive coordinator is 29 years old. Yeah, too. sure. There's I mean, probably there's, a pretty close bond in that room. I would hope so. I would think that's the initial selling point is that while he is navigating being a you know first time head coach, he will have great support. You would think from a lot of his players, and that will help go far. Now, first game on the docket, right? Coming here play the Buckeyes. Is that their first game or their second game? I thought that was their first. Is that it's the first game, Ted, right? So All right. So that's buckle up. That's going to be quite an atmosphere and quite a weird way to start off his career, right? Going to the school where he played, coaching now in his first time in a huge game that's just going to be all kinds of be all the ratings and everything will be there for that game, you would think. So it's there's going to be a lot of intrigue for that one next year. Well, the guy who left that job, Brian Kelly was a uh at the LSU Hoops game on Wednesday night. We missed this yesterday, but they were playing the Ohio Bobcats, and Brian Kelly came out and gave a little speech to the crowd. And I saw you tweet about this today, where it seems like in the 12 hours he's been there, (laughs) has developed a Southern accent. I don't know where it came from, because he's a Massachusetts guy who's only coached football in the Midwest, but somehow he had a little Southern twang to his voice. He definitely had the... At one point, he said the word family, and he didn't say, my family is excited to be here. He said, my family. Like He just, added the extra syllable There to was it. just a little bit of family in there, and I thought, I- I'm guilty of this. If you, if I have relatives in New Jersey. If I go back to New Jersey, I'm there for a week. I'm talking to only people who talk like this. How you doing? Like at, When I come back, there's a little bit of that that I have to rid myself of because I've been immersed in it. I'm guessing if I went over and lived in England for a year. Oh, you kidding? You'd, I be, would, you'd be like Madonna. You'd have that exactly fake accent. Right. Hello, governor. How about watching a game in the Prem? What you say, huh? little full English for you this morning? Yes, sir. I like how you wouldn't even take on a regal accent. No, I'd you go do right. like the chimney yes, sweep Yes, absolutely. A man of the people. Hello. Hello, T-Bone. <laughs> Welcome. Good, good to see you, your lordship. How are you? Oh, good to see you, I don't Mr. know why we call you. Yeah, I would just be terrible. Brian Kelly, though, would be... he. You could put him in Russia, and within like two hours, he'd be like, Dasvidanyev. Yes, he's good. The football, you like? Like, he would just be announcing <laughs> Jackets draft picks instantly. You'd be Billy Sarin. I don't think Billy's Russian, though, is he? Is Billy well, Russian? He'd have, he'd have a similar accent. That's Blue what I'm saying. Blue Jackets select <laughs> Brian Kelly. <laughs> Man, he just walked right down there and went full foghorn leghorn, didn't he? Just, I do declare 
LSU's got quite a tradition here, and I'm excited well, about he, it. He knows who he's talking to. Saturday Showcase coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy slowdowns on Psi 70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East split. Traffic is building in that area. More delays expected on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. And you'll find delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fix phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for a free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Come for the obesity. Stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Saturday showcase coming up in mere moments. NFL picks in the 4 o'clock hour. 534 today is Tool of the Week time. Send in your Tool of the Week tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. There is big time football this weekend. The Buckeyes are not playing it, but we shall do showcase anyway. Hit it. Common Man and T-Bone present Saturday Showcase. Sponsored by Roosters. A fun casual joint. And the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. All right, Boner. Big 12 championship game. Number nine, Baylor versus number five, Oklahoma State. This is at Jerry World, AT&T Stadium, noon on ABC. Yeah, and you might think Big 12 championship game, and if you've not paid attention to any of the Big 12 this year, or at least these two teams, you might think, oh, so... A lot of points going up, and, and yes, that may be the case, but these are two teams that really love to run the football. Baylor is one of the best in the country. I think they're in the top five in rushing yards per attempt this year. And Oklahoma State, Mike Gundy, give him credit, man. One of these guys that, he's not my guy, but Mike Gundy has hung around for a long time there and made that team relevant more often than I think Oklahoma State usually is or usually would thought be thought of in the history of college football. But one of the ways Mike Gundy's done that is by changing from a pass-focused offense to more of a run-focused offense. And he better hope his team can run the football because if you've not watched Oklahoma State this year, Spencer Sanders is their quarterback for Oklahoma State. And he is very turnover-prone when the game is put on his shoulders. If he has to beat you with his arm, that's a problem for Oklahoma State. I think this is going to be a very fun game if you enjoy watching run-based teams playing up and down the field like that. I think it's going to be a closer game, but I do think Oklahoma State prevails in this one. But yeah, should be should be a very interesting kind of throwback to the like Big 8 type of old school offenses you used to see. That's more what I expect out of this game. Hillbilly football SEC championship game. Number 1 Georgia against number 3 Alabama. This game is in Atlanta 4 o'clock on CBS. Alright, so the matchup of course is you want to find out what Alabama's offense can do versus this immense ridiculous Georgia defense. Maybe one of the best defenses we've ever seen in college football. 
But the way you prove that that's the case if you're Georgia is you stop Alabama and you don't make this, I don't want to say close, but you control the game the whole way through. And defensively, if Georgia plays up to their capabilities, I think they can do that. The question for me is this. Georgia has known what is on the line before. Georgia has had good teams, very good teams, going up against very good Alabama teams before, and has come very close and has occasionally, you know, made it a game. Is Georgia finally going to be able to get over the hump when it's all on the line and say, yes, we are in, we're stamping our ticket, not only that, but we are going to be the number one seed in this tournament. I think Georgia can, and I think they will. Uh, I do think it stays within a touchdown, though. I don't think it's going to be any type of lopsided affair. Georgia in a close one over Bama, but that should, I think, be the best game of the weekend. Cincinnati Bearcats playing for their playoff lives. Number 21, Houston at number 4, Cincinnati. This game is at the NIP in the Queen City. NIP's going to be a hard place to play this weekend, Bone. 4 o'clock ABC. Well, in both of these teams, the two best offensive teams in the American, that's what Dana Holgerson has with Houston this year. And obviously Cincinnati's got the best offense in that conference, one of the best in the country. So for Houston, Clayton Toon is the guy, uh, quarterback. Can he get the job done? He has had a really good year. Four touchdown performance for them in their regular season finale, albeit against UConn. I, I tend to think that... Cincinnati would feel a lot better about their playoff chances, clearly, if they win this game by double digits. It may not be that type of game, though, because both these teams can put up points. Cincinnati's defense is going to be, for me, the difference maker. I think that's the better unit compared to the other side's offense. So, yes, Cincinnati wins. I think they complete this undefeated regular season and championship run in the AAC. And I think they get into the college football playoffs, but... They will feel a lot better if Baylor gets the win over Oklahoma State or something like that because I think it is within 10 points. I do not think it is a you know three-touchdown game for Cincinnati or something like that. Big 10 championship game. Number two, Michigan against number 13, Iowa. 8 o'clock on Fox from Indy. Well, we know the story here, right? I think every Buckeye fan is very aware. You have two good defenses, or what are believed to be two of the best defenses in the Big Ten. Iowa's the one I'm a little more shaky on than Michigan's defense. But offensively, Michigan's offense has has shown they can move the football, they can score points. That wasn't a problem even in their loss to Michigan State, right? They they had no problem moving the football and getting the job done on that side. Uh, They did have trouble stopping the run late in that game, and that, of course, allowed Michigan State to get back in it. Is Iowa able to generate the type of offense I think they're going to need in this game, especially against that Michigan defense. If this game is 17 to 13, 13 to 10, that's the type of game I could see Iowa winning. If Michigan has 21 points by halftime, I cannot fathom Iowa winning this game. So to me, it's all about how much can Iowa slow down Michigan. But as you pointed out, this is indoors. This is now no weather factor here. So that, to me, favors the better team. And the better team in this one is obviously Michigan. So I think Michigan gets the job done, much to my chagrin, and goes to the college football playoffs for the first time under, well, ever, and under Jim Harbaugh. If you're interested, we do have a a conference championship game tonight in the Pac-12. It is Oregon and Utah. That is 8 o'clock on ABC. We're not going to preview that game because it has nothing to do with the playoff implications. But uh, Michigan fans very excited. About the Big Ten Championship game, the cheapest ticket on the secondary market for tomorrow night, 226 bucks. 
Oh, sure. Right? But that's not the most expensive secondary ticket of the weekend. What is? they are jacked up for Georgia and Alabama in Atlanta. Of course. Cheapest secondary market ticket there, 360 bucks for some obstructed view bleeders. Can you imagine if you're sitting like 50-yard line for that game, how much that costs? Lots. It's second mortgage level. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. There is a, a conference championship game, though, you can see this weekend for $4. Oh? And that would be the MAC. They oh, are at right. Ford Field in Detroit, Kent State, and Northern Illinois. Ticket to get in, 4 bucks. Uh, let me ask you, the, not you, but just in general, if someone is a football fan, college football fan in Detroit... Who just, let's say, is not a Michigan fan. They're just a college football fan from elsewhere. Their team's out of it. And that game is $4. What's If, you, if you're like a family person, you got kids, why wouldn't you think about like, hey, here's 50 bucks. Let's go down there and have a day. I don't think it's going to be ridiculously cold this weekend. But if it, if it were, you'd see some homeless people in there spending $4 just to get warm. Absolutely right. Just hanging out. Yeah, I'm just, I'm pointing now out. let's that- go to the homeless section and they're all just huddled together and. Drinking out of paper bags. Enjoy. Doing the wave. Enjoy the game. You paid your ticket price. Get in there and enjoy it. Also, when it gets below, like who's selling the ticket for $4? So you sell, let's say you have a block of 10 tickets. You make 40 bucks off of that. How much did Mm -hmm. you spend for those tickets? Why would you just just give them away at that point? They didn't spend anything for those tickets. They were like freebies, right? So you're going to go through the hassle of like waiting for someone to buy your ticket and send them the online ticket. Dude, I don't that you know what do. type of hassle. Pe- I bought something on eBay $4? the other day for for ninety cents, <laughs> but somebody had to go to the post office and ship yeah, it to me. That's what I'm saying. Just send it for free. At that point, just say, "All right, you know what? Here, I'm just getting rid of junk." Uh, we have added a bowl game to the schedule, and all is right with the world. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on I-71 southbound at 670. Traffic is delayed in that area as they try to get things cleaned up. Please be careful over here as traffic continues to build. About a five-minute delay in this area. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Connect has big savings on the hottest holiday tech. Right now, a Lenovo IdeaPad 5 Iowa Intel i7 processor is just $649.99. You save $250. In-store only offer ends on the fourth limit two. While supplies last, Staples Connect, the working and learning store. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Dare dare to be dumb. The team that is better on paper will win at least 50% of the time. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Football Friday. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971 We have some... Uh, Coaching change news. That's not eloquent. We had a college basketball coach in this conference step down today. Yeah, Mark Turgeon stepped down from Maryland, and things were not going well there from the standpoint that he apparently got booed off the court the other night when they lost a game, and there has been plenty of fan angst about 
the job he's doing and if he's the right guy. But there's an opening now at Maryland, which is a you know fairly big program, a big time job. But I saw something today, Mike, that maybe you or Ted can explain it to me. Maybe Timmy Hall can explain it to me if he's in the building because I, I like college basketball. I don't pretend to know as much about it as someone like Tim who, you know, worked in ACC, the, the research triangle where college basketball is king, Tobacco Road. He worked down there. Maybe I'm missing something, but Jeff Goodman, who tweets now for Stadium and writes for Stadium, but used to be at ESPN, he said, two names I would make a run at if I were Maryland AD Damon Evans. Nate Oates, who's the basketball coach at Alabama, and Chris Holtman. He's out of his mind. Right. That's stupid. I thought the same thing. That's stupid and it's lazy. And so then What's the justification? Well, someone replied to him and said, maybe I'm an idiot, but why would either of these guys want that job? And Goodman's response was, Oates and Holtman both coach at football schools. Maryland is a better job than both Ohio State and Bama for hoops. I think that is a hot take that is from 1987 or even 1997 or 2007, but it's, I don't think it holds that much water anymore because I don't think Maryland hoops has been the same animal for the last 15 years or so than what it used to be. And beyond that, at Ohio State, the expectations are make the Sweet 16 every few years and you'll be great. Make the tournament every year, but beyond that, if you make the Sweet 16 and make a run at a Final Four once or twice in your career, we're going to be thrilled with you. At Maryland... It's going to be much more amped well, up than that. And we can we can have a conversation about how Buckeye basketball fans maybe should raise that limbo bar well, a little bit more. But my but, point is you're going to the amount of recruiting you can do at Ohio State is not that far off from what you can do at Maryland, but no. the expectation level Maryland is like Nebraska where they still think it is like the heyday you're of right. their program they're and recruiting it's not. their recruiting classes are very similar for those two jobs. Was uh, Ohio State a football school when Chris Holtman took this job? I mean, did he have no other possibilities on his radar? It was Ohio State or nothing? No. He had opportunities to leave and go to other jobs. He came here because he wanted to be here, and he still wants to be here. That's ridiculous. Jeff Goodman's stupid. I will, though, point out, if you believe in such conspiracy theories, there was back Buckeye basketball media availability. Easy for me to say. Yeah. Media availability today. But Chris Holtman was not there. He was he was ill. Was he ill? Or was he on a private jet to <laughs> Look Maryland? Look at you stirring the pot over no, here. No, of course not. I know he was sick, but you, you don't think you'll have people reading into of course, that? Of course, I'm sure we people will. We got zoom-in shots on high heel shoes getting off private <laughs> jets floating around social media. Brian Kelly, that was, that was quite the Well, I, I'm just saying, you don't think people are going to read into that? The day that Maryland changes their job, this stupid rumor pops up on social media, well, and Chris Holtman's not available to talk to the media? I want to be clear. I don't think Jeff Goodman is saying that's happened. He's not reporting He's anything. not saying that. He's he saying... saying uh, this is what I would do if I ran Maryland. I would go after these two guys. And then his justification for it is, I mean, number one, it means he thinks they're very good coaches. But it also is that he thinks that Maryland and Alabama don't value basketball enough, so go to Maryland. And my argument to that is, number one, I don't know how true that is because I do think Ohio State basketball fans value basketball more than Jeff Goodman thinks we do. We may not like going to the shot as much as the next program, but... There's also the fact that this team, when good, has no problem drawing fans, and the support is there. I, I don't know that going to Maryland provides you like, now I can get Final Four talent here. You can get Final Four talent at Ohio State. It's been proven. 
It's been done. No, you're right. That was a hot take from 15 years ago. I mean, what? what? But we're responding to it, so he got what he wanted. No, I know, but I, I would love, I don't know the answer on this. Maybe I am way off base. I would love to go look at the recruiting classes the last 15 years. Let, let's say from like 2005 on. I'd love to see those recruiting classes between the two schools, and I would bet you nine times out of ten, they are similar. I'm not saying they are the same. I bet Maryland does a little bit better, but I, for the amount of headache it would be to go into that program where they're going to expect you to get them a national championship because they also think it is 1987, I don't think that's the same expectation here at Ohio State. Eventually, yes, national championship. Holtman, if he doesn't get, if if you have another year like last year where you go out first round again, no, that's going to be very frustrating, and there the seat will get warm here for Chris Holtman. But the idea that it's it's that much of a better job at Maryland, I just don't buy that anymore. Uh, crisis has been averted, Bone, because it looked like there weren't going to be enough bowl games for bowl eligible teams. Yes. Yeah, there would have been two teams that won six games that wouldn't be able to make it to a bowl because there just simply weren't enough bowls. Oh no! Ball State, Hawaii, Miami, North Texas, ODU. What is that? Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Yeah, they live. All right, Wyoming. But now they've added a new bowl game in the state of Texas. The game will be played between a pair of Group of Five teams. The Football Oversight Committee approved the additional bowl game yesterday afternoon. There are currently 84 bowl-eligible teams. Initially, media outlets, including the Action Network, did not consider Hawaii 6-7 and seven as a bowl-eligible team. However, according to the NCAA, teams that reach six wins are bowl-eligible. So now Hawaii will play <laughs> in the Hawaii Bowl against oh, Memphis. Good. Oh, yeah, okay. The date of the new bowl is still yet to be determined, but is expected to be televised on an ESPN network. Listen, I, I mean, I I enjoy watching some bowl games occasionally, and obviously the big ones I enjoy like everybody. If you like college football, you like New Year's Day bowls, you like the playoffs and all that stuff, but do we... Is there a huge demand yes. for extra bowl games? I need to see Ball State in North Texas. I'm sure we do. Because, and you know what they'll say? They'll have some BS line about how we owe it to the kids. Oh, God. We owe it to the kids yeah, from the, you those know schools. Then, then let's do this. If you owe it to the kids, sell the tickets, give the kids the money from the revenue, and don't attach a sponsor to this game. Let's see how excited you are. to. Well, then, you can attach a sponsor and then give, well, the, give, them give the kids, the, kids right. the revenue from that, the, too. The, these committees and these TV networks make no money off of it. Let's see how excited you are to have all these bowl games. It's not about the kids. It's about you making a couple extra bucks. About the children. A Buckeye assistant in the running for a head coaching job in college football. Details coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident on I-71 southbound at 670. Still working to get this one clear. Please be careful over here in the meantime as traffic continues to slow. You'll also find some slow traffic on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan about a five-minute delay. Starting report is sponsored by JCPenney. Wrap up the savings during the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale now through Wednesday. Make everyone's spirit bright with an extra 30% off coupon from five-piece luggage sets to sparkly diamonds. The happiest holiday savings are all yours. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. 
She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Uh, Buckeye football coach in the running for a head coaching gig. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tony Alford, running backs coach for the Buckeyes, is apparently getting more buzz again around his name, and I don't think that's ever going to stop as long as he is an assistant at Ohio State. But Steve Adazio is fired at Colorado State. Steve, Steve Adazio, bad. Right, former Boston College coach. Just two years there. Yeah. Didn't seem like a a good fit when he was hired there. No. Well, and and a guy that at the time when they were working this through the process last time, Colorado State, apparently there were plenty of alumni who said, let's get Tony Alford. He played at Colorado State. Everyone knows he's a great recruiter and by all accounts, a great coach. So that was something they wanted last time. It didn't happen. Steve Azdazio ends up getting the job and not getting a job done. So they are now saying again that this is Bruce Feldman saying that his top candidates to replace Steve Adazio would be Tony Alford. And yeah, I don't, if you, if you go look for what Colorado state fans want, they want the same thing. I just, I'm not, you know, I don't know what a personal tie to the university does for Tony Alford there, but you would have to think Ohio state will, will, look long and hard at how much money they can give Tony Alford to keep him here. I don't think you can ever go from, you know, saying that just being a running backs coach is better than being a head coach. But if the deals are right for him, he'll stay here. If not, he'll head off to Colorado State. More coaching craziness today. Bronco Mendenhall stepping down as Virginia head coach. He was there for six seasons, 36 and 38. Um, It sounds like he just burnt out. Here's some quotes from him. I'd love to say there's been this buildup and a long amount of emphasis and thought, but clearly this week there was a sense of clarity to me that I needed to step back from college football and reassess, renew, reframe, and reinvent. It's a lot of rewords. With my wife as a partner, our future and next chapter of our lives. I was requested to stay on by our athletic director. I was requested to stay on by our president. It was my decision only. He had more quotes like that. Like he's. He went out of his way to say, I'm not calling this a retirement. He's 55 for what it's worth. But, you know, it sounds like he's he's burnt out. If I were a more cynical man, which of course I am, I would think maybe there was something wrong at home with the wife. Well, could it be maybe there was a few things, right, where he's a 500 coach in what wasn't the strongest ACC I think we've ever seen. And he was thought to be a guy who could bring that program to a better level than what it ended up getting to right virginia right virginia football is not ever going to be ohio state or alabama but they have high academic standards there everybody who's ever been to virginia will tell you that they're the harvard of virginia (laughs) (laughs) and that's why they can't play football there but whatever heard of virginia what a high standard (laughs) that is no but you know the the point i'm 
guess I'm making here is maybe it's a little of we're not doing as well as I thought we were going to. I see all these names getting floated out there and I'm just really not feeling that I'm involved in any of that. There's no pressure here for me to move on, but maybe there is that burnout that you have when you're coach at this level. There are a lot of spouses who I'm sure if they were told this will never get out and it's just between, you know, you and your spouse, probably a lot of spouses who say, yeah, it sucks being married to someone who is this dedicated to their job. I'm not saying I don't like this person. I I just, I don't get to see this person enough and I miss them. So maybe he had that moment of clarity too of, I got all the money I need for a while. What am I doing this for? If we're 500, I'm not advancing my career and maybe things aren't great at home. Yeah. Take a couple years, get back or a year or six months, whatever you got to do, get back in touch with what you want to be as a human. And then, yeah, go get another job if that's where you want to go. And maybe he's thinking that absence will make the heart grow fonder. And maybe next year, this time when there's more coaching carousel madness, people will say, Hey, Bronco Mendenhall, he's been out of the game for a while. Because to your point, I think he knew and everybody knew he wasn't going to get that program to the next level. So maybe him stepping away actually does more for his stock than staying there. Right, right. But when he took the job, I think that was a different expectation. People thought it would go a lot better than it has. And he's been there six years. Yeah, my point is, I could see it if you're involved in a project, you thought that project, even if it's just at your own job or whatever, you just thought that project was going to be more fulfilling or it was going to lead to better things in your career. And instead, you just kind of middling through it and it's not going the way you thought i could see someone stepping back and saying let's reevaluate and start this over uh dan wetzel had a piece on yahoo today saying that michigan and harbaugh have proven the doubters wrong and how patience has gotten them to this moment and i read this whole thing and my first thought was oh my god look and look we put ourselves in this situation this is what happens when you lose to michigan You win that game on Saturday. Dan Wetzel's not writing this piece today. One game changes everything. Yes, for Ohio State, but it changes everything for Michigan, too. And I am not the guy who comes out and says, because you go back, listen to the podcast from Monday. I didn't make excuses for the Buckeye football team. I didn't say, well, you you beat yourselves and you're better than them. No, they were better than you. And they beat you, and they deserve to beat you. However, and this sucks because now we have to take our medicine. We got to hear from Harbaugh talking about Ryan Day born on third base. We got to hear from, what's his name, the offensive coordinator talking about how they're not a tough team. They're uh, a finesse Josh team. Gattis. That's right, Josh Gaddis. And, and he's not wrong. And Harbaugh maybe isn't wrong either, although he was also born on third base. But now we got to hear that. We got to take it. But I think guys like Wetzel have to remember Because Michigan fans, they're on cloud nine. They're not thinking about this, but you got Iowa this weekend. And while I think the entire world expects Michigan to beat Iowa, remember this. You haven't really accomplished much yet. Congratulations. You got over that hump and you beat your rival and we'll see how that goes in the future. If you can do that consistently or at least stay relevant, stay in the conversation once in a while, beat Ohio State. Talk about proving the doubters wrong, and they've, yes, they're they're there, they're back. This is a team that has earned the right to play for a Big Ten championship, but they still haven't won a Big Ten championship, let alone gotten to the mountain where you're playing for a national championship. Just remember that before we start handing out trophies and hanging banners. Well, yeah, I, I'll say this, though, for... Well, whatever. I don't even want to defend Michigan necessarily, but 
Before the season, you and I both looked at this team and said, there's a chance Jim Harbaugh gets fired midway through the year because we looked at their schedule and it turned out the schedule wasn't as tough as we thought. Like Washington, we thought would be a thing. Well, Indiana, Washington we thought sucked. was going to be a thing. Indiana, and, we thought you know, would be Penn good. Penn State they turned sucked. out to be a five-loss football team. And right. So that schedule was a lot softer than I thought it was. But the Buckeye schedule was a lot softer than I yes, than we thought it yes, was, too. Yes, of course. They benefited from the same thing. My, my point being, though, we were saying, and, and a lot of people around college football were saying, this could be a eight-win season, maybe even a seven-win season for Michigan if they're not careful. And instead, they reel off, you know, 11 wins and beat Ohio State for the first time in Harbaugh's tenure. If you're going to then say, this is what's going to happen next year, the year after, the year after that, this is Michigan now, this is who they are, then then it makes more sense to write the Dan Wetzel piece. But if maybe you think, like I'm sure a lot of us do, a lot of Buckeye fans would think, Jim Harbaugh's done this one time with all these chances. And almost, I mean, you could argue should have got fired before even getting this chance because of how bad this team has been over the years. Now, they have one really good year. Can they sustain it? Can they keep doing this? Well, can, can they, they sustain it year after national... year, but can they finish the job this year, too? Well, right. You know, as, as Buckeye fans, we look at beating Michigan and, and winning the Big Ten as the baseline for success. Of course. That's not, the, that's not the apex. And Michigan hasn't even finished that job yet. There's a difference between getting there and finishing it. But it shows you how low the bar is for Michigan, well, right? Well, yes, I, I guess Beating so. Ohio State at home in a game that was still theoretically in doubt in the fourth quarter, although we knew Michigan we was... Well, but they weren't going to stop them. You know what I'm saying, though. Most people looking at that game from the outside in would say, Ohio State was still kind of in that game. Uh, right? You know, Their offense had the potential to get back into that game. Their defense was the problem. Anyway, all I'm saying is, if that happens next year, the year after, then you've got more to talk about. Or if Michigan goes out this year and wins the national championship, God forbid, I'm told that'll make the rivalry better because we oh, want Michigan it. to be good is what I remember hearing from so many people. How does it feel now? Have Dan Wetzel think pieces floating around the internet all the time talking about how Michigan's back and they're great. That sucks, but you're right. We have to take the medicine right now. Uh, there was a report that the Arizona Coyotes were for sale and moving to Houston. Of course, Coyotes having problems with, well, being awful, number one. That's, that's a problem. But they also don't have a place to play because their current building in Glendale has said, get the hell out. They want to build a new place, but, you know, haven't... Where is it? Tempe? They want to build a place. But of course, you can't just build an arena. It has to be a $2 billion complex with shops and retail and apartments and all this other crap. You can't well, just build an arena. Can I can I posit a thought on that just real quick before Go we ahead. continue? That, you know, if you are the Chicago Cubs, as much as I know you hate that that's the name I went with, like Chicago, if you're in L.A., like... I understand that some bigger market teams with a lot of fans theoretically are going to have the ability to build these giant complexes and they have the pull and the sway to make that happen. Not every team needs to have a district and 19 businesses attached to their arena. You're the Arizona Coyotes, man. Like, know who you are. Be glad that you exist and be glad that maybe if you can... Get an arena that's serviceable and fun. If I'm in an Arizona Coyotes executive level position, I'm looking at this and saying, how small will the NHL in the NHL let us make this arena? 
how how niche and kitschy and weird can we make our arena? I want to make it difficult to play because it's loud, it's smaller, it almost feels a little bit minor league, like very nice inside, but I don't want it to be a 20,000-foot cavern. Kind of like what they did in Winnipeg. Yeah. That like, place is small on purpose. Know who you are, know what you're trying to build, and don't just say, well, everybody else does this, so we should do it too. No, you're not in the spot where you need a $2 billion development surrounding your arena. Be what you're supposed to be, which is a small market team that hopefully surprises people. But don't build it for 25,000 people when you know that's not who you are. Well, the rumor was that they're going to go up for sale and that Scallion Frittata, who owns the Houston Rockets. (laughs) Tillman Frittata. Him too. He's going to buy the team, move them to Houston. The Coyotes released a statement after these rumors came out and said, this is false, totally false. We're not selling. We're not moving. The Coyotes are 100% committed to playing in Arizona. Translation, make the price higher. Well, maybe. maybe, I don't know. We're waiting for a better sale price, and then we'll sell. At least it was a stern response. It was. I mean, it wasn't like, we're committed to Arizona at this time unless we're not. Goodbye. But you know what I mean? You. It would make it would make no sense for the owners of teams like let's say that the Yotes are actually up for sale, but right now they don't want to say anything. Lie through your teeth. You think the people of Arizona are gonna be like, well, at least they dealt honestly with us as they sold the team and moved it to Houston. No, they're not gonna be happy with you. Lie through your teeth, and if it happens, it happens. You'll be a villain either way. Might as well just go all the way in. Be Ric Flair. Internet people love the Buckeyes or they love to hate the Buckeyes. Details coming up next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident in I-71 southbound at 670. A wrecker now on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be cautious over here in the meantime. Watch out for slowdowns and more slowdowns expected on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 east split. Traffic report is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just a couple of guys touching rim and sucking on breath mints. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, the, no, no. This is Man and Bone. Please go to wherever you get your podcast. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You will see our cartoon faces pop up. And click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Mm. Do it now and leave us a nice five-star review if you like the show. Teddy, any pee-pee or water things today? You forgot to tell me. No pee-pee or water today. Okay, thank you. Just the toys. Just the toys? Yeah, we got the toys to do. Yeah. Oh, oh. They even sex toys. (laughs) This is, thank God you said that. You've really set this read up nicely. Way to go. Well, you know what? I, I should I do this read now that I was talking about? You know, Maybe, hold, you know hold let's hold off, off and let's bring it back a yeah, little later. Wanna, let, let it breathe a little bit. I don't bit. want you to drop off sex toys for the kids. That's not a good thing. 
By the way, I've been occupying myself in the commercial break by looking up the recruiting rankings for basketball between Ohio State and Maryland just to prove Jeff Goodman wrong. Okay. I've only gotten two years in so far, but last year, Ohio State 2020 recruiting class, uh, or actually that would be what? Not last year, the year before, whatever. 47th, Maryland 61st. 2019 class, Ohio State was 14th in the country. Maryland was 29th. So and it, it's hard to look year to year. Because I know, that's, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to put together a bigger picture of like the last few years so we can get more accurate info. This isn't like college it. football. You'll have you know a a year where you have one or two guys in your class total, well, right? And I think the argument would also probably be from people if you didn't see this. Jeff Goodman, who writes for Stadium, used to write for ESPN, college basketball guy, said Maryland jobs open. Chris Holtman should be who they call. Him or Nate Oates from Alabama. They can call him, but not well, taking the job. But I, I'm sure his argument would be, yeah, Chris Holman over-recruits at Ohio State or whatever. If he goes to Maryland, he'd have them back in the top 15 every year or, or something like that. You know, And that's a testament to Chris Holman being a good coach, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to go keep going through the numbers, but yeah, it's just I, I don't think Maryland and Ohio State are... I don't think Maryland is any better of a job than Ohio State at this point, to be honest. I saw this on 11 Warriors today. They tweeted this out from an account called Skull Sparks. If you follow them on Twitter, here's how they describe themselves. We partner with college athletics programs on digital brand strategy. Okay. All right, so they're analytics people and... They're looking at, at what type of engagement that you get on social media. And we always talk about how Ohio State moves the meter. They move the meter on television. They average the most viewers for their games, over 5 million throughout the entire season, which is the only team that reached the 5 million plateau. Teams like Michigan and Alabama were at, at the 4 million plateau. But sure. Ohio State generates the most eyeballs on television every single Saturday. And apparently, they generate the most interaction on social media. Uh, college football programs generating the most social media interactions on official team accounts in November 2021. Ohio State was number four. They generate, uh, not number four, number one. I don't know why I said four. Number one with 5.2 million interactions. Alabama was number two with 3.5 million. Georgia was number three with 2.9 million. Michigan was number four with 2.7 million. Then Penn State with 1.9 billion for number five. So, look, and 11 Warriors brought up this point, and it's a good one. Ryan Day is going into homes, and he's recruiting more than just, we're going to give you a chance to play and showcase your skills. He's talking to four and five star guys, everybody who walks in their doors. They're saying, we've got a spot for you. We can get you ready for Sundays, and you can earn the big bucks. But Ohio State can say, you can, we can help you earn the big bucks on Sundays, but you can also earn the big bucks here. I mean, wouldn't it help to say we got 1.7 million more interactions than the second-place team on here, Alabama? We tweet about you. We put your handle in one of our tweets. It goes to your Instagram. You can get an NIL deal and promote your, whatever brand you're promoting. Mm-hmm. You're going to get more eyeballs and more clicks, and that's going to make you more money. You don't think that's a selling point? Of course it is. Uh, I mean, don't you think, Mike, too, that some of this, some of the the numbers that are happening here that's happening because, in part, there are people who tweet things that they don't like about the Buckeyes or the Buckeyes course, are overrated or whatever. 
But the the so the, people tweet the same things about Alabama and Michigan and everything else, right? Like the point here is that the conversation gets driven by Ohio State. So if you are recruiting someone and you point to the fact that hey, Ohio State gets as much mention as anyone on the internet when it comes to social media during the football season, that's good for you because you're a part of this. And yes, some of that may come as negative. There may be some negative comments, but Mike, just because there are negative comments out there, that that does not stop people from wanting to market with you, to use you as someone who can help further their brand, right? I mean, think about to go to basketball for a second. If Aaron Kraft could have done name, image, and likeness, do you know how much money that guy would have made? Yeah. And and did everyone in the Big Ten love Aaron Kraft? I mean, certainly Dan Dockage did, and some of the college basketball analysts did, and we loved him. But around the Big Ten, he was hated because he was Aaron Kraft, and he was really good, and he was a pest on defense, and all those other things, but he was well-known. Even if you're not the most well-liked player around the country, around the conference, if you are extremely likable to one group of people and you are well-known to everybody else, that is also great for a marketer. That allows people to get to see that and say, yeah, I want to align my brand with you because you're going to get my name in front of eyeballs. So that's also good for Ohio State. Nebraska quarterback Adrian Martinez has entered the transfer portal. We saw this coming. Um, He's been there forever. He'll go someplace else. He's not without talent. I mean, that's the frustrating part, and that's why he kept getting that job for Nebraska is because he was the most talented quarterback on the roster. The thing with him, I liken liken him a little bit to Carson Wentz. I make fun of the The, fact that Carson Wentz is the worst quarterback ever, but there's a reason I say that. Does he have the worst skills of anybody? No. He's actually got very good skills. He can make great throws. We've seen that. But he's good for one or two plays a game that just rip your heart out. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, cost you a football game. That's Adrian Martinez. He can go to a lot of places and start based on his talent. But he's good for one or two throws a game or one or two decisions a game where you scratch your head and they lose a close game. He's not helped by his dumb head coach. That's also good for a couple bad decisions a game where you lose a one-possession game. So maybe he goes someplace else, a fresh start, a, a head coach that knows what the hell they're doing down the stretch, and he puts up some numbers. Well, but it wasn't going to work at Nebraska. Just as a pure arm talent, and I'm talking just as a thrower, not everything else that goes into it, you could probably say Adrian Martinez was a better quarterback arm than JT Barrett was. Yes, I agree with that. One of those guys was, and this term gets thrown around too loosely, but in this case, it's true. One of those guys was a winner. JT Barrett always found a way with the offense he was tasked with running to get the W. More often than not, he was able to do that. Adrian Martinez, that's the biggest problem with him. And it's, you're right. Scott Frost has something to do with that. This offense around him has something to do with that. But I can't count how many times I have watched Nebraska game one possession game. They need him to make a play. You knew he was going to do something. And he, and he throws a pick. Right. And you saw it coming. Yes. And that's that's my point. I don't think that means that if he goes somewhere else, he's going to instantly do that. I think this situation at Nebraska had run its course. It's time for him to go elsewhere. And maybe he goes to a team where it's just, I don't know, You're you're there's a little bit better defense relative to the talent. And you can showcase what you can do. But that thing about one possession games and losing a bunch of them is not great for a quarterback, no matter how you slice it. Lincoln Riley already paying off for USC. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on I-71 northbound at Route 161. There is a disabled vehicle causing some backups in that area. Traffic is slow from North Broadway. You'll also find an accident on 71 southbound at 670. Still working to get this one clear. Watch out for the wrecker on scene. Traffic report is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Only NRA with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Attention, please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. Football Friday, brought to you by Tansky Sawmill Toyota. Hey, the Big Ten TV Toy Drive is here. It supports the Salvation Army's Christmas cheer program. Not every family can provide gifts for their little ones, but you can do something about that. Stop by the fan in 10 TV studios on Thursday, December 9th. Greet 10 TV anchors and fan personalities while you drop off your toys. For more information, visit 971thefan.com. Children's toys, yeah, not adult toys. When you first said that, you said Big 10 TV toy drive, and I thought the Big 10 is doing a toy drive? Yes. Oh, oh our, yes, the 10 TV toy drive. Here it's at, a big yes, thing. I gotcha. But it's 10 TV and the fan. Teddy is going to have a, a special cardboard box where you can drop off your adult toys to him. For pervert Ted? Yes. He's collecting them. He's got a collection. He'll review them and return them? Is that what I also understand? Is that correct? He'll he'll make He's use doing of- quality control. Okay. That's so he'll well, make sure they work properly work. and then give them back to you. Hey, um, by the way, I was looking up those recruiting rankings for Ohio State and Maryland. You're obsessed with this I'm now. obsessed with this thought. Why that- can't you just go with your gut and say... Chris Holtman's never taken this job at Maryland. No, he's not, but I'm now obsessed with this idea that Maryland is a better job than Ohio State. It's not. Okay. 24-7, I looked at their recruiting rankings for basketball the last five years. Ohio State, last five years, their classes, 2021, 49, 47 in 2020, 14 in 2019, 27, 24. That averages to the average class rank is 33. Okay? Not bad. Not great. 33. That's, That's all right. Maryland, their class ranks the same five years, 2021 to 2017, 45th, 61st, 29th, 7th, and 53rd for an average per year of 39, worse than the Buckeyes. Well, then I thought, well, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's look at next year, 2022 recruiting rankings. Uh, Ohio State next year is sitting 7th in the recruiting rankings. Pretty good class expected if everybody follows through on their verbal commitment, right? Maryland right now is ranked 85th. So now that's maybe just taking a hit today because Mark Turgeon stepped down. I don't know, but I don't think everybody decommitted today. <laughs> Bone. My point is, let's not take this slander from college basketball writers saying that Maryland's a better job than Ohio State. What year is this? 
Is, is Gary Williams still coaching I don't know there? Why you can't trust your instinct? We said all of I this. I thought I was right. I just want to say the numbers bear out. We didn't need too. the research to tell no, us this. I had, we to, said I, all had, of it. I had to research it. Uh, Lincoln Riley has swayed another one of his commits at Oklahoma to join him in Los Angeles. Relique Brown, a five-star running back, the number thirty-three overall player in the class of twenty twenty-two, announced on the Twitter he is committed to play for Lincoln Riley at USC. Of course, mm. he got the. Uh, quarterback flip earlier this week what was his name malachi oh, nelson yeah that sounds right he i believe that guy though from southern california so that was one of those that was an instant worry for oklahoma fans is uh-oh the guy who recruited him and a lot of the staff that recruited for oklahoma they made their a, a good part of their living going to southern california and getting recruits from there to come out to oklahoma well lincoln riley is now in southern california so he can call up all these dudes he was like yeah Come on out to Oklahoma. And he said, never mind. Stay home. Come to a great school. I will still be there. All these guys that recruited you will still be there. I think for Oklahoma fans, that has to be a huge concern. Because you don't even know who's going to be your next head coach. And Lincoln Riley is just flipping dudes left and right. That's not good. Uh, Mark Cuban is a very rich guy. He owns the Mavericks. He wears medium t-shirts. You see him on Shark Tank. The Dallas Morning News reported yesterday, the owner of the Mavs, Mark Cuban, purchased a whole town. Mustang, Texas, in Navarro County. It is estimated the town has about two dozen residents, and the only businesses there are a mobile home park and a strip club mm. because of, of course. <laughs> uh, Texas TV station reached out yesterday to Cuban for comment about the reported purchase, as well as his plans for the community. However, he did not respond immediately. Cuban, though, told the Dallas new p- newspaper, the Dallas Morning News, that he bought the property to help find a friend, or to, I'm sorry, to help a friend. Yeah. And said he does not know what he would do with it yet. That's, be funny if he said, I want to find a friend. Yeah, it's, most people use face, Facebook. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, did I go to high school with you? He buys a whole town, goes door to door and says, are you Missy Gladstone from fourth grade? I bought the whole town. I wanted to find you. Now I have. Bye. <laughs> um, for what it's worth, I looked up where Mustang, Texas is. It's like an hour south of Dallas. Looks like about an hour northeast of Waco. My point is this. I think he's buying this town and he's going to buy everybody's house, knock everything down and build like Mustang, Texas into this. Come to Texas and here's all the experiences and they're going to have luxury hotels. Like that's what I could see a developer doing with that is the name sounds cool. Mustang, Texas sounds like it's something Wild West-ish. Maybe you go that route and make it kind of appeal to the country music crowd, right? And say, come to Mustang, Texas. There's this huge concert venue or something. There's got to be some plan there for him, right? It can't just be, I bought this. A friend wanted me to buy it. I have no idea what I'm going to do with it. He'll he'll figure out something, I'm quite sure. Reports online showed that Mustang went on sale in 2017 for $4 million, though it's unknown what Cuban may have paid for the community. What is that to him? What Nothing. Is, what is $4, four million, million dollars is to a guy like, like that? like lunch to me and you. Right. So that's, yeah, it's pretty incredible that <laughs> that you can buy a town also, even even one that small. I didn't know you could just buy the whole thing. What happens if you live there? I, I assume your house, you just were like, yeah, I'll take some of this money. It's fine. Well, I don't know who's getting that money. Well, my, my point, how could, all right, if someone was like, I, I, I live in Marysville. Uh, Marysville has been sold for a billion dollars. Jerry Jones bought it. Well, so what? 
Does that mean like he owns my house now? How many people live in Marysville? Tens of thousands. Well, I, I, say. I, I know that, but I, I want know, exact I don't know numbers the, I so don't we can know. see if it sold for a billion, how much each resident I, would get. I didn't do the census. Let me look it up. Well, I, have I mean, no you're idea. looking at basketball recruiting rankings. Let's do some what more do you research. Mean? How am I Jesus. supposed to? I didn't know I was going to need to have the exact amount of people. Pull who up live calculator in- on your windows there. <laughs> okay, hang on. That uh, was another five minute conversation you had with me yesterday. What are you talking about? I can't pull up a calculator on the windows. Blah blah blah. Five minutes I had to hear about this from you. you. Go, to, go to Google and type in calculator. Is it not ridiculous that on this computer there's not a calculator? But every computer I've ever owned has a calculator built right in. Yes, I had to pull up my phone and do it. I was mad about that. Uh, I don't know population. I'm still looking it up. Here All we right, go. Fine. Hang you, on. Here we go. Tw- right. Twenty three thousand people live in Marysville. All right. So if it's sold for a billion dollars. Well, let me get the, all right, hang on. Got to get the calculator out. Not on my computer, though, because we can't have a computer on here. Ted has fallen asleep in the other room. Ted could help us by doing no, some Ted's math. Ted's not helping us. He's right. editing the weekend show. Right, I, I thought, no, I'm not. I thought Bone was checking Marysville because he lives there. All right, and- all right. If someone paid a billion dollars, this is per resident. This per is resident. not per household. Well, let's just do residents. Well, then I, I, have, I have five residents in my house. So uh, per resident. It would be a forty-one thousand six hundred and sixty-six dollar payout and sixty-six. Forty-one thousand per resident. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I guess you that's know, that's a nice payout. Some, but then, pe- but some then, people on the radio rail about you know have a kid get a check. In your case, <laughs> why do you think we had so many? That's right, we had three of get them. An We're an trying to get all those grand. checks. Yeah. I wish I lived in Marysville. Yeah, <laughs> I got a million. Kids. Bill Rivers, they couldn't afford it. They'd have to have some kind of like buyout. It'd be a Charlie Weiss situation where 17 years later, they're still paying him for the payout for his kids. You know what time it is, Bone? I do know what time it it's is. It's time for some NFL picks. If you think you can beat us, which is not difficult, call us now, 614-821-9710. If you beat the both of us, you will win four medium one-topping pizzas from Romeo's Pizza. NFL picks next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier disabled vehicle has been cleared from the roadway of I-71 northbound at Route 161. But traffic is still slow as it recovers in that area. And we are still watching that accident on I-71 southbound at 670. Still working to get this one clear. A wrecker remains on scene. Traffic report is sponsored by Allstate. You may have heard that Allstate has new low auto rates, but isn't it time to see for yourself? With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. We had multiple segments on yesterday's show. If you missed it, check out the podcast if fast food things interest you. We had multiple segments. We talked about fast food. And I talked about the inconsistencies of fries mm-hmm. at some of these places. And places like McDonald's need to change the way they make the fries. I want the fresh, hot, properly salted fry. And I feel like I get it 5% of the time. 
It's ridiculous. I but also he, I inter- I use the term lattice cut to describe waffle cut I French fries. I know what you meant. And Panama Ted like lost his mind. He got out in the hallway afterwards, like this GD A bleep is all bleep and bleep and just cussing it's, me it's out. Waffle like, fry. It's not man. a lattice fry. Like, like who calls a lattice fryer? You just I know what cut. he meant. Snooty. Right? No, but you were very you were very uh, passive aggressive about it too. <laughs> well, no, I had to go ask somebody else. So I asked like uh, Tim and you because you guys were out there playing basketball and I'm like, hey. What you guys call them? Lattice I don't know fries why, I, don't know why I had it in my head, honestly. But then I googled it and it pulled it right up, and I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm talking about." But yeah, waffle With, cut is. Did most anybody hear? Look, I'm the first one to jump down your throat when you make a mistake. This is what we do. But did anybody hear lattice fry and not know what the hell he was talking about? Well, I had never heard that before. Lattice fry. I mean, I know what lattice is, but lattice I'm, cut. So I'm lattice like, cut. Okay, right. I guess. But it's, anyway, it's waffle fry. My point is waffle you can, fry. You can go listen to it. I would like to get some responses from the people if they have tried the boneless wings at Arby's. Oh, I because, did not know they had well, boneless Well, com- I've seen the commercials. They look very good, and they look like they're properly sauced. However, that's my biggest bone to pick, no pun intended, Right. with wings, is that there's not enough sauce on the wings. You're not dressing these for my father. Who See, wants you to like, you know, run the buffalo sauce over the wing, but not actually put any on it. Like I the gotcha. jar of buffalo sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's too much for me. If I have any more, I'll be up all night. <laughs> but for the rest of us, we want a properly sauced wing, bone in or boneless. And I wonder if people have tried them. If you have, please do get in touch with us and let us know. I, it's not going to stop me from going anyway, but. Yeah, but you want to know ahead of time if you're expecting great or good or bad. NFL picks. Common Man and T-Bones NFL picks. Sponsored by Chattanooga Whiskey. Now available at your favorite Columbus retail store. Drink Chattanooga Whiskey. Enjoy responsibly. Our guy this week is Rob. If he beats the both of us, he will get a four-pack, four medium, one-topping pizzas from Romeo's Pizza. Rob, are you ready, my friend? Maybe I should turn Rob up. I'm ready. All right, here we go. Game number one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Atlanta Falcons. Give me the Bucs on the road. I'm going Tampa as well. Tampa Bay. Arizona Cardinals coming off a bye. Kyler Murray will be back for this game, but Justin Fields will not. It will be Andy Dalton for the Bears. Give me the Cardinals on the road. Yeah, I think uh, Kyler Murray gets the job done on the road. Yep, Cardinals. You know, maybe if Justin Fields were as devout as Mac Jones, he'd be healed by now. But don't he's even, don't, not. Don't even. No, let's just go right past it. <sighs> L.A. Chargers on the road to face the Bengals. Give me the Bengals at home. Yeah, I'm going Cincinnati here, too. I'll take Chargers. Minnesota Vikings. They're good. They're bad. They're good. They're bad. I have no idea what they are, but I know what Detroit is. Straight up bad. Give me the Vikings on the road. Will Detroit get their first Vic? No. No. Minnesota wins. Go Lions. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's how you try to win. That's good. Indianapolis Colts on the road at Houston. Give me Carson Wentz on the road. The, I've never doubted One him. of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL today, Carson Wentz on the road. I'm with you. Yep. I'll take Colts. New York Giants on the road at Miami. Miami has won four games in a row, I think. Four or five. And Daniel Jones is not playing in this game. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Mike Glennon will start. I will take the Dolphins at home. I am going to take wins over Miami. No, that's stupid. I'm going to take the Dolphins to win. Dolphins. Don't laugh at him. Don't encourage (laughs) him. Thank you. Philadelphia Eagles at the Jets. Give me the Eagles on the road. Yep, I'm going Philly here too. 
Eagles. Urban's Jags on the road to face the Rams. The Rams have not been very good. Or we could take this the other way and say the Rams will get healthy because they are playing the Jags. I will take the Rams at home. Yeah, I think the Rams get it done too. Rams. Washington football team on the road in Vegas for the Raiders. I also don't know what the Raiders are. Sometimes they look really good. Other times they stink up the joint, but I'll take the Raiders at home. You're so money and you don't even know it. I'm taking Vegas. Vegas, baby. I'll take Vegas. Baltimore Ravens on the road at Pittsburgh. Give me the Ravens. I'll go Ravens, too. I'll take Pittsburgh. Suddenly good again. San Francisco 49ers on the road at shockingly bad Seattle. Give me the 49ers on the road. I'm going to say Seattle shocks the Niners at home and gets the W. 49ers. Sunday night, Denver. Still hanging in there, if you're not paying attention, at Kansas City. Give me the Chiefs at home. Yeah, I think Kansas City knocks them a little bit back and wins this game. Chiefs. Monday Night Football, perhaps the most intriguing matchup on paper Uh, this week. Yeah. New England Patriots, first place Patriots, on the road at Buffalo. Give me the Bills at home. Yeah, you know, New England, I think, is going to be plenty ready for this game, but Bills Mafia, I would not... That atmosphere is going to be insane. I'm going to say that gives Buffalo the edge in a very close game. Yeah, I'll take the Bills. Give me a point total for that game, Rob. 45. 45. Michael Jordan, number two. Boner? I'm going with uh, 43. Richard Petty. If you you say so. (laughs) If Rob beats the both of us, he wins the prize pack from Romeo's Pizza. Yeah, it it just came down a couple minutes ago that... Matt Nagy said Justin Fields is still hurt, has the bad ribs, and so Andy Dalton, the ginger beard, will start again this week. Did you see the gobbledygook from Cliff Kingsbury this week? No, I missed it. Oh, I was I was watching the Bears footage from Thanksgiving, and thank God I dug into that, because they're a real good football team. Uh-huh. i got to figure out how to beat them. It's like, I'm sure you do, Cliff. <laughs> I'm sure you do. He also chide the fans like Nick Saban, like, don't you leave during the third quarter. Like, because that's what usually college coaches do when they know it's a bum opponent. They're like, oh, these guys are really good. You can't, you can't, you got to respect them. That's how you know you're awful. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has finally cleared from I-71 southbound at 670. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And now watching an accident on Route 104 eastbound after Hall Road. Please be very careful as they get things clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company, Beaverqueef.
Weave can trust. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It's football Friday. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. I am so mad. I went out during the break. I was walking out in the office. Dave Holmes from 10TV is out there. And I we look up and right at the same time we saw on Dr. Phil, which was on the TV, because that comes on right before the news on Channel 10. And so I saw Dr. Phil had a guest on and the guest looked like Louis Anderson, the comedian, but with a mullet. And so I said that and we laughed. And then I thought, I've got to show this to Mike. Yeah, and then you came in here and it was like my father trying to put a show on. No, you because... You got the remote and you're like, what? How do I do it? What? Ah. And you, instead of just typing in 10 like a normal person, if I type you got to go wrong, to the guide and no. then scroll for 5 million it didn't seconds. Take five, it took me 10 seconds to, to scroll, but... By the time you got it on, it was gone. Well, no, here's the most infuriating part. Because this always happens. You will see someone on TV and you will say... When this guy comes back on MLB Network, he's a cross between, and then you'll name like two random people, Ryan Seacrest and John Glenn. And I'm like, there's no way that's true. And then the guy never comes back and you lose your mind. So I now had to run in here, try to show you. They even showed the guy at a distance, like a wide shot, but they didn't zoom in on his face. And I was so heartbroken. I can't share with you. I don't know. who It may have been Louis Anderson. He may just have grown out a mullet for all I know. Alive? Louis Anderson? Yeah. I think so. I hope so. I don't know. I thought you were going to start talking into the remote, too. I was so mad. My father started doing that now. Well, some some remote. No, but do he that. doesn't have that. Oh, He's okay. like, change channel. I don't know what's happened to my father. I guess age has happened. Everybody has this, but he drives one, <laughs> one mile an hour now. <laughs> what hurry are we in? We're in no hurry, I guess, other than see this big line of cars behind us? I mean, have respect right, for other people's time. There's the social pressure of maintaining a reasonable I mean, I speed. know you have no respect for your own time, but maybe have some respect for other people behind you. Anyway, there's that. And now he's sending me weird email forwards, which never happened before. Oh, really? Ever. But I got one yesterday about how... Pluto is not really a planet, and it came out of nowhere. Yeah, but, we, but we knew that we that's were not, not. That's not like it doesn't matter. It's not an internet. We meme. were not that's called talking, science. We were not talking about Pluto. This was not up for discussion. Well, at least he's not sending you things that are saying like, "Did you know Vanna White secretly eats children in her spare time?" Like, it's not memes that are weird where you're like, "What is this even referencing?" That's at least factual info. It's just random fact that he sent you. And my parents are, I guess on some way I appreciate this. I've said this before. One of my parents, my mom or my dad, could die at 7 o'clock at night. We would not get a phone call from the other one until at least past 10 a.m. the next day. Well, because what's the point? We don't want to bother you. There's nothing you can do. Your father (laughs) died last night anyway. They just, they go out of their way. They don't want to bother you. It's too late. Not to bother. With stuff like that. But the other side of it, I talked to him last night. And it's also got to the point where there's like the eighth ring when they answer the phone. Oh, okay. Takes a while to It takes a while to get to the phone. It's like the eighth ring. 
And it's all, hey, how's it going? Oh, everything's good. Everybody feeling okay? Yeah, everybody's feeling okay. I had to take your mother to the emergency room yesterday. But anyway, she checked out. She's okay. Oh. That well, would be, what, what was like, the problem? Did anybody think to call you or oh, anything? Oh, heart was racing. We thought maybe she was having a heart attack. But it's okay. She's all right. She's home. <laughs> okay. Maybe a little text that like, FYI, we are here. We'll oh, keep please. you posted. My father can at least text like a slightly normal person. My mother is one of those people that ends every single text. Not even every single text in the thread. Every yeah. text, love mom. Every oh, well, that's, but text. That's, that's kind of sweet, right? <laughs> All right, but if you've got seven texts coming in from her... Love mom at the end, right. Yeah. You know, hey, we they have a timeshare that they go to in like uh, South Carolina. Mm. So whenever they leave to go there, they always text me to let me know they're there. Even though I forget they're even going. Columbia, I South Carolina. I don't even care. Big it's Gamecocks fans. Near, near Myrtle Beach. Oh, okay. That's where it I, is. I figured it was near the beach. Right? And so it's like, we're here. Love mom. We went to Shoney's. Love mom. I got a chicken. Love mom. It's it's the same. That's I don't... I'm done, yeah. with, the, I'm done with my colonoscopy. Love mom. Can we at least, though, acknowledge that... You know, your parents, like you and I grew up in an age where we did not have cell phones. You and I remember that age. And then we got them around high school or college age. That's when cell phones became everyone has one. For them, they lived a significant portion of their life, at least 40 years or more, 50 years or more possibly, before cell phones were even a thing normal I, people I had. I understand, but they've had cell phones on their person now for the last 20 to 25 That's, years. I know. I'm just... See, my mom's weird with texting, too, but her weird is that she discovered emojis. And so now every text has 92 emojis in it. Like my like my wife will send a picture. Melissa will send a picture out of one of the kids doing something, and she'll send it on a little group text to me, my dad, mom, and then, you know, response back, oh, that's nice from my dad. Mom, it will be like birthday hat, you know, donkey and then crying emoji and it's like looks like they're having fun at the party with animals or something if there was like a birthday party with an animal but it's like mom that's not a horse that's a donkey like anyway it's just she finds emojis that don't even exist and puts them in there i don't know how she does it i don't even know how to use the emojis as well as my mom does but it's over the top like it is too much emoji in my opinion my mom is on facebook i'm not friends with her on facebook <laughs> But she's on it. Okay. And her profile picture is just the blank face. The blank Facebook. Oh, the, like the, the avatar, just empty. It's like Major League Baseball's website right, right now. But I think she, she's friends with my wife on Facebook. Okay. So she, I see her replying to pictures that sometimes uh, Kristen yes, of course. will put on there. Sure. And then Kristen's like, why didn't you friend your mom on Facebook? And I, Why doesn't she friend me? <laughs> she didn't friend me either. I'm not going to friend her. This is, but this is not just a thing with your mom. This no, is everybody, with everybody, everything and everywhere. I could tell you like, Hey, I met so-and-so they're a big fan of the show. You go look and you're like, they don't follow me on Twitter. And I'm like, well then just reach out and be like, Hey, I heard you talk to bone. Nope. Gotta wait. Gotta wait till you get the follow. You will not make first contact. You no. are not Jody Foster. I will not. Right. Good that reference was... that nobody saw. Okay. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I never Matt saw McConaughey, it. right? I have Future no Future governor of Texas? I wasn't even sure Jodie Foster was in it for yeah, sure. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's in that Yeah, I just thought that movie. was the case. I never saw it. I'm sorry. 
Rundown, hit it. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger Commitment. Best cars, best people, peace of mind. Jackets lose to the Stars again last night. Tarasov made his debut between the pipes, stopped 34 shots, played well, wasn't his fault. Jackets played like they were on a permanent penalty kill for the last two periods of that game. It was deceiving because you look at the score and say, well, Jackets only lost by one. They have a shot. But after that first period, it was pretty much all Dallas, and it reminded me the score didn't, but the play at times reminded me of that Nashville game the other night. Well, that's the problem that we're running into now with this Jackets team is there's been a few games in a row where you're starting to see the play on the ice be tilted one direction. They can't get the puck out of their own zone. Yeah. That's the problem, and and I, I know we had talked before the season about the concern of defensively, how is this Jackets team going to be able to withstand losing Seth Jones and who's going to step up, and early on, we saw okay returns in that regard. I wouldn't say they were the best defensive team in the league by any stretch. No, but, but it's, it's the forwards playing bad defense no, no, now. No, I, I agree with you. I'm saying because you don't have that sturdy back line, I do think in, in the last couple years when forwards would make mistakes. And obviously, Tort's system was a bit different, right? You didn't have as many forwards making mistakes because you had more guys who, now they couldn't, they weren't free to do anything outside of the plan, but they did get home and do a little bit more defensively, and that helped everyone out. Now you have more guys who are going to leak forward, who are going to try to sprint out there and get something done. And if they miss... I mean, Corrali had one last night where he just, it was multiple times, I want to say, but one for sure that led to a goal where he got caught off and suddenly it's it an odd man rush goal, the other right? way. Right. And so these are the problems that you're eventually going to run into, unfortunately, with this Jackets team if the, if the goals aren't there. Fortunately, last night, Tarasov played well and kept them in that game and they still were within a goal. It's just frustrating to now have a few of these performances stack up where regardless of the scoreline, there's a lot of play in your defensive zone that's not great. They will play in Washington tomorrow night. Breaking news, Capitals good. Cowboys beat the Saints last night. Taysom Hill started for the Saints, was picked off four times, one of them a pick six, three straight possessions in the fourth quarter ending in picks. He hurt his finger last night, and I guess Sean Payton said today that it's broken, but not surgery broken, they think he can play through it. Yeah, I, right. I mean, that's fine. But for a guy who is going to run the football, which he did last night pretty effectively, got 100 yards, over 250 in the air, or right about 250 in the air, That like those numbers and some of what he was doing in that game were pretty good. But when you throw four picks, 50% that's going to be a completion percentage and four picks, though, not good. No, right. They're, like I'm saying, you could look at part of the performance and say, well, if he cleaned up the interceptions and was just a little more accurate, he'd be great. But yeah, how many quarterbacks can you say that about? I just, I have my major doubts about Taysom Hill. You know this, but him being ouchy while still trying to learn how to play starting quarterback in the NFL while everyone else is in December form on defense. That, that could be a recipe for disaster for an already bad Saints team. Well, and every single offensive weapon that he has is hurt, too. That's, yeah, that's help. not good. That does not help. It is official. Marcus Freeman is the new head coach at Notre Dame. He was introduced today, 35 years old. He takes the reins for the first time anywhere. You brought up that when he was announced to his team, the team went crazy. Yeah, they. it was a really neat reaction if you've 
if you go check out Notre Dame's Twitter, they have posted this video, and and I, I think that's certainly going to happen, right? Given that Brian Kelly leaves this team right as there's still an outside chance they make the college football playoffs. He doesn't care. He moves on with his life, goes down to LSU. They're probably going to receive whoever comes in as coach in some capacity like that. But the fact that I bet you if you polled all these Notre Dame players, who do you want to see the team hire? They probably would have voted for the guy who was already in the building and who is, you know, a younger guy closer to their age who clearly has a lot of those guys in the locker room behind him. I think that helps in the first couple of years as he's trying to build his identity as a head coach, getting those players to buy in. That will help with the young guys that come in. They'll want to make sure they play hard for Marcus Freeman. How he does after that is going to rely on his ability to recruit and his ability to continue to have that defense playing at a high level. Mark Turgeon is out as head coach at Maryland. Maryland basketball, he'd been there for 10 years. Bronco Mendenhall is stepping down as Virginia football head coach. What else did I miss? Oh, Mario Cristobal is apparently the front runner for the Miami job as Oregon plays in the Pac-12 championship game tonight. But when I read that today, I said, oh, has Manny Diaz been fired? No. <laughs> He's... He's still there. So Mario Cristobal is the front runner for the Miami job, even though Miami currently has a head coach. Let him live. The Rundown. The Rundown. We had a blowout of epic proportions last night. And I'm not talking about Corpy on the toilet. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from Route 104 eastbound after Hall Road. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns. You'll also find some slow traffic on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 east split. Traffic is crawling along. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fix phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power lead their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for a free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles at most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. Only an array with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone 971. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. Who has the best chance of pulling an upset tomorrow? Iowa against Michigan. Alabama against Georgia. Houston against Cincinnati. Baylor against Oklahoma State. Bone, what are you picking? I mean, Bama over Georgia seems like the one that's the, I guess, the best chance of happening just because of the history and everything else. I could see this being as, as good as Georgia's defense is. I do think Bama's offense could, could go up against it and surprise some people. But yeah, that's the one I think I would pick. All right, whatever. I agree. We had a <laughs> blowout of epic proportions last night in the NBA T-Bone. Tell us about it. This was good because yesterday in Degenerate T-Bone, I said, take the under in Wait Grizzlies, Oklahoma you City. Were, you were wrong? 
with know, gambling I know. advice? It's crazy, right? It's so crazy. If you had a 900 number, it'd be 1-900-LOSE-YOUR-HOUSE. It may be too many <laughs> digits. I don't know. I'm going to keep going, though. Anyway, so part of my reasoning for that was Oklahoma City missing Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who had a concussion, uh, and he's their best player for Oklahoma City, but also Josh Giddy, who had just been named the rookie of the month in the Western Conference, having a good year so far. He was out due to non-COVID-19 illness. Anyway, so I thought, well, the Thunder are without one of their best players, John Morant. Maybe both these teams won't be playing very well, and the score will stay under 215 was the total. Turns out the Grizzlies then went on to have one of the most lopsided victories in NBA history. Uh, They won this game by 73 points mm. did memphis mm. this mm. oof i was going to keep making noises so i flipped this game on uh in the third quarter because i saw it was a large margin of victory and I, or a large lead and i wanted to see what was going to happen uh the grizzlies eventually got it up to an 80 point lead at one point they ended up of course winning by 73 152 to 79 this was a franchise record for the Grizzlies, most points ever scored for the Grizzlies, but also an NBA record for largest margin of victory ever that the league has seen. Just to put in perspective how dominant this performance was, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., who played for Sparty, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he led the Grizzlies with like 27 points. N- he's a starter. No starter on the Grizzlies played more than 21 minutes. The bench outscored the Thunder. The Memphis bitch bench them too. Whoa! Yeah. The Memphis bench. <laughs> Memphis bench. I was going to make noises the yeah. entire segment. The Memphis bench, <laughs> say it as clearly as I can, bench outscored the Thunder 93-79. to Bench. Grab some bench. <laughs> Grab some bench. Johnny bench. <laughs> anyway, that's over. The segment's that's all done you now. Have, right? Here's something for you. Hey, everybody. Here's something for you. Wow. A blizzard warning has been issued for Hawaii with at least 12 inches of snow forecast this weekend. Oh. Did you know that it snowed in Hawaii? I've never known that. The warning is in effect for the Big Island Summits from 6 p.m. Friday through 6 a.m. local time on Sunday. Now, also, they're expecting gusts of over 100 miles an hour of uh, of wind. Mm. That's bad. This is a mountainous region. Oh, like but... If, you, if you're at the, yeah, like the resorts, I'm sure it's still going to be 75 degrees and sunny. This is in the Hang mountains. Hang on, though. I just... I thought all the mountains in Hawaii were just active volcanoes. Like I or or dormant volcano. Like I did not think there was a part where you went and it was like, "Oh yeah, it snows up here." I didn't know there was a tree line. I didn't know any of that. Well, I'm I'm just telling you. I had no idea. They're having a blizzard. Did you say when the last time they'd had snow was? I think it happens every year in oh, the, it does. these okay. mountainous areas. Now oh. this is a pretty big blizzard they're forecasting here, but says, a blizzard warning for tropical Hawaii may come as a surprise, but snow is not uncommon. The summits of the Big Island's Mauna Kea and Mauna Loa volcanoes, they're both volcanoes, reach nearly 14,000 feet in elevation. That's, wow. 
I did not realize they had mountains that tall. I had no idea. Yeah, big mountains. I mean, all I know of Hawaii, to be clear, I've never been, but also all I know of it is largely based on its vacation culture. So, whatever. All I know of it is based on Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> That's not a good I've point never been to reference. Hawaii either. Well, there's two Hawaii's. There's, you know, I'm on vacation. Yeah. Right. The and then there's Hawaii. where Dog the Bounty Hunter is going. Well, okay, but having watched any Dog the Bounty Hunter, did you know. Did he ever don snowshoes and was like, I got to go up in the mountains <laughs> hunting a fugitive? No. Well, the fugitives no aren't hiding up there in the mountains. That'd be a good place to hide. Apparently, no one would want to go up there. You got two minutes left in this segment. I have no idea what we should do. This wasn't planned out well. I don't, hey, I don't know what to tell you. I can tell you, you more want about want to talk about the Memphis bitch at all? or Bench. Oh, I'm the sorry. The bench for Memphis, Mike. That's what we were talking about. Um, I will give you $1,000 if you can name the head coach for either Memphis or Oklahoma City. $1,000. Yep. Um, I have no idea. I'm just going to... Is Lawrence Frank one of them? No. Lawrence no. Frank. Mark Deneau. Well, I wasn't done guessing. Oh, well, that was your guess. Mark Deneau. No, Mark Deneau is the Thunder coach. Of course he is. Do you know who the Grizzlies head the coach Grizzlies is? The Grizzlies coach I will not give you $1,000 for this. Avery Johnson. No, it is not. It is, Has he ever coached the Grizzlies? I don't think Avery Johnson ever did. He coached the... Who did he coach? Why am I blanking I on know. this? I ju- he coached somebody. <sighs> yeah, but he coached in college. Right? No, he didn't. He coached in the he NBA, coached the NBA, didn't he? He played in the NBA. He I played for he played many in the years. NBA. I, I the swear NBA. to God he coached in the NBA. I thought he coached in college. Teddy, where'd he coach? He coached the Mavericks and New Jersey Brooklyn Nets, and then he was at Alabama. Okay, that I was thinking of the Alabama tenure, but no, I had blanked on apparently him coaching those right, teams. Who, who coaches the Grizzlies? That is Taylor Jenkins. Okay. Who Taylor Jenkins actually is good for anybody who's never played like at a high level and wants to be an NBA coach because he played at like a D two school for like a minute. I don't even think he. Ended up being like a regular player and then just became a coach and now he coaches in the NBA. So let him live. I want to apologize for this entire segment. Tool of the week is coming up next. Why don't you grab some bench? You grab some bench. I will. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on westbound 670 after Leonard Avenue. Traffic is beginning to build in this area as they work to get things clear. Please be very careful over here. In the meantime, plan about a 10 to 15 minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Tim Horton. Justin Beaver teams up with Tim Hortons to create three amazing Tim Bits flavors. Birthday cake waffle, chocolate white fudge, and sour cream chocolate chip. Try Tim Beebs for a limited time while supplies last only at Tim Hortons. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. 
Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. The best tool gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Uh, Trevor says, my tool of the week is a guy who was at the Ohio State Duke basketball game who's wearing a Duke hat in an Ohio State shirt. Come on, Scott, do better. Is the guy's name Scott? Or Apparently he must have, inside he must have known what? this guy or something, I'm guessing, or we're missing something. Abigail says, my tool of the week is me. My boyfriend may also nominate me. I've been so obsessed with Notre Dame's coaching search and obsessively tweeting about Notre Dame that... I've messed with his Twitter algorithm so that it shows all Notre Dame things as his you might like and recommend it to you. <laughs> That's like when my wife got on my Instagram to show me like videos of 10-year-old girls on Instagram dancing dancing and looking at hoochies, looking like hoochies. Okay. You know, with 19 gallons of makeup on and midriff tops. And Can you believe this? Look at these parents. They should be in jail. And now all my Instagram suggestions are preteen girls doing dances. Yeah, the I'm, on, I'm on some sort of government list. <laughs> the algorithms are not, not always great. Uh, Snuffus says it has to 100% be Brian Kelly faking a southern accent in his speech at the LSU basketball game last night. My family is so happy to be here. And where are we again? Oh, Louisiana. Love it. Uh, lots of Brian Kelly tool of the week. Some people say Brian Kelly tool of the year. Sure. Uh, Zach says, my guys. Go to hell. My tool of the week is my manager. When I deliver pizzas, he gives too many orders to DoorDash to get delivered. And yet when I get back to the store, those pizzas are still there. Just some more money going out the door. But sure, I'll wash some freaking dishes for you. You know, that's not talked about where people will point out that a certain restaurant, it's like, well, they don't have anybody that wants to work here. They always have a sign up saying they, they're hiring. Yeah, I know. There's there's difficulty doing that. But we never talk about the idiot managers that then get people like Zach to go, this is stupid. Why am I even working for this idiot? And they go find a better job. I hope Zach does. Brenna says, my guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My tool of the week are the Duke fans in our section Tuesday night that mouthed off all night about how great their team was, made fun of OHIO chants and hang on Sloopy, and flipped our entire section off when it was evident the Buckeyes won. Mm. That doesn't. I can't imagine Duke fans being arrogant and entitled. That just doesn't, it doesn't fit. I've never heard that. Um, Stefanski. Probably not him. No. Says, tool of the week are people who get into the left lane and don't go with the flow of traffic and decide to still go as slow as they did when they merged. Oh. Hey, man, that's that goes back to people not respecting other people's time. You're right. I'm going fast enough. Uh, JR says, my guys. My tool of the week is you guys for jinxing Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. In my town, Popeyes and Chick Fil A are next to each other, and there was no Chick Fil A with a line at Popeyes that went out to the street. No line at Chick Fil A. No line at Chick Fil A. Yeah. Popeyes went out to the street. I still got Popeyes. I need to know where you live. Not Me too, because I want to move that's, there. That's that's those are people I want to live near. Is people who are like Chick Fil A. That's fine. Popeyes though, we got to go to Popeyes. Uh, Alex says, "My guys." Oh! My tool of the week is stupid Brad for refusing to acknowledge his true name. 
What will it take for him to retire sticker and acknowledge his true calling of being hashtag stupid Brad? Mm. Just Good embrace question. it, Brad. We'll make t-shirts for you once we can actually sell those again. <laughs> yeah, does Brad know anything about how to do that? Because then if we did that, then we could make a shirt with his name on it. Uh, Austin says, Tool of the Week goes to Common Man, who speaks for a living, and saying six letters he is familiar with is too difficult to order. Oh, C- the uh, CBJ, JBC. Oh, okay. I think that's what he's talking about. I don't speak well for a living, though. Well, neither of us do. It's it's amazing we've gotten this far. Uh, epitome of Stupid Podcast says, my guys. Would you like to touch my monkey? Tool of the Week is T-Bone. See calculator conversion. What's he trying to add up? How many bands Lars is in? <laughs> Speaking of Lars, he's referring Bad. to Lars Ulrich. Lars Ulrich, drummer of Metallica. Overrated. I don't sucks. like how we also refer to Jackets coach Brad Larson as Lars. Because every single time I hear it, I think of, hey, how you doing there? I'm going to mix up the lines a little bit tonight. Oh, uh, Daniil Tarasov is going to play. I don't think he's very good, but I guess we'll let him go out there. I just, I, I can't, I can't do a good Lars, but yeah, I'm not, I, I don't like that either. I don't like that Brad Larson has just become Lars, because now I think the same thing. Crappy drummer from Metallica. Bub says, Tool of the Week, AEW Wrestling for not having a fire extinguisher at ringside Wednesday night on Dynamite. Cody Rhodes caught on fire while suplexing some guy, Andrade El Ido, through a flaming table. He suffered several second-degree burns and was actually on fire for the three-count. Teddy, is this a spoiler alert? Did you not know that? or No, that all happened. I well, saw it well, all. Oh, you now. didn't bring it up to me. You tell us at all about Usually this. Usually you come in and say, I, hey, man, some guy caught fire last night. Check it out. It was Cody Rhodes. We I saw about yeah, Cody Rhodes. a photo of him today. Yeah, his back. It was oh, all messed no. up. Yeah, it had the burns on there, yeah. Why? Ugh. His wife is the one that put the you know the um, lighter fluid or whatever oh, on the she, table. Yeah, she right. lit it up. So blame her. I mean, for people who don't follow this, like Cody Rhodes r- runs this. Like he and a few other guys run. He's this one of the EVPs. It's, it's not like he walked out there and was like, "What fire? I had no idea." His idea. Yes. So so blame yourself, Cody, for not having some better fire extinguishers around the ring. I guess Zach says, "My guys." <laughs> My tool of the week are modern game developers and publishers. It's now normal to shove out a broken, unfinished game like the new Battlefield and charge full price for it. Customers are literally playing to essentially beta test the game until it's fixed months you know, later. Go I to am, hell. I am very much out of the loop when it comes to playing a lot of games like Battlefield or things like that. But I, as I understand it, right, they a lot of these games are coming out, then updates are pushed, there's always fixes and different things... Yeah, that would really suck. You look forward to the game, you get it, it's not complete or it's not working the way it should. And then months and months go by before it actually gives you the satisfaction while you, meanwhile, have had hours and hours of it crapping out on you. Yeah, that's some BS, Zach. I'm sorry to hear that's going on. All right, on. pick a winner. Uh, I got to go with uh, Alex, who picked Tool of the Week, Stupid Brad, because yeah, in stupid part, Brad. Stupid Brad now will have to facilitate Alex getting his prize. So... There's a nice little... I mean, Ted's going to call him, right? But someone's got to mail this to him. Ted doesn't call people. Ted doesn't call anybody. So oh, it's man, all Brad. I'm not calling anybody. So, so Alex will get to hear from Stupid Brad, and I love that. Alex gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Today's song of the day is for our good friend Jen, 
who loves Oasis. Her favorite Oasis song is Don't Look Back in Anger. That is my second favorite Oasis song. This one, Little by Little from 2002, is my favorite. It did nothing here. It did not chart here. It was a hit over in the UK because they fart on the radio and it goes to number one in the UK. So you're saying this is like a fart on the radio? It's a fart on the radio. Okay. This is from 2002. It's a Noel song, as they all are, but he's singing this one too. It is from the album Heathen Chemistry. Number two in the UK, number two in Canada, and did nothing here. But I enjoy it, and I'm talking to the post. I'm sorry, go, go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. Oasis only had three albums go platinum in the U.S., but they sold a zillion copies in the U.K. What's the story? Morning Glory, 1995, was far and away their most popular album that they had here. Went four times platinum. In the U.K., 16 times platinum. It sold the same amount of copies in the U.K., and there's only about... 200 million fewer people living in the UK I see. than here. Now, you said this is a Noel song, so then you said that's unusual. So it's, who, uh, well, who, Noel writes all the songs. Okay. Liam and, sings most of their hits. Okay. I knew there were right. brothers in the band. I and, just they, and now they hate, they hate each other. They hate right. each other back then, too, but they work together. So maybe they can get back together and do it all again. No. Oh, okay. I mean, I'd love to see it, but no. Okay. Little by Little from 2002. My favorite Oasis song. I'm sure Leanna hates it. And you know what? That's my goal for the day. To piss off Leanna. <laughs> Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Little by little, I'm being driven insane. Watch out for an accident blocking the center lane of 71 southbound to 4270. Traffic is stop and go in this area. Please be careful as they get things clear. Plan on some heavy slowdowns in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Meyer. Santa Bucks are here at your neighborhood Meyer, and you decide what's on sale. You can save up to $50 on the things you want most, like general merchandise, apparel, shoes, or health and beauty care items. Save even more all week long with Santa Bucks and Meyer. On the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. Beverage cart is out. Happy Friday. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Weekend is here. Uh, you know, the TV guys, we share an office with them. The sports guys from 10TV. Yes. What happened? What do you mean, what happened? Oh, I thought something happened. Nothing happened. Okay. I'm telling a story. What are you interrupting me for? 
I just was asking a question. Tim, do you do this at movies too? Or you're just like, who is that guy? It's like, no. I don't know. We're all here at the same time, no. Tim. We don't know. It's trying to be co- colorful. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, by their seating area, they have a cubicle that is stuffed full of like 200 ties. Every color tie that you would want is stuffed into this cubicle. Yeah, we talked about this earlier. And we were, you and I were discussing this, but I want to bring it to bone. Do you think all of those ties belong to Dom Tiberi? Or do you think they share, are they communal I think ties? Commun- I think they're communal ties. And I think that's a good approach. You, number that's one, what I said. the tie does not, what, what, what is there to get, what are you worried about with the tie? But people notice people's ties. Like if you watch 10 TV every single night, you're like, wait a minute, Tiberi wore that tie on Monday, Adam King wore it on Tuesday, Dave Holmes wore it on Wednesday. It's the same tie. <laughs> What's going on with these guys? It, it, well, it, it would be interesting if you caught on to like I a would rotating think, tie. Well, like we would never share headphones. I'm surprised they wouldn't be more territorial about their ties. Yeah, man, th- those might just be... Do we know that that's communal or do we know that those no, are not I'm, just... I'm all, asking. Those might be Dave I Holmes' think it ties. Is. No, it's an Adam King's spot. Oh, it is? And I'm thinking that Dom imposed his will and stuffed the communal ties into Adam King's desk space. King's like 23 years old. Right, There's right. no way he owns that no, many ties. No, And nor would he... I think that predates him. Would, <laughs> yeah, I think those have been there for a while. Just knowing Adam for the short time, he's very... He's just very polished. He he always shows up well, full suit. Dave Holmes actually gets dressed into his suits while he's here. I res- he Dave, wears regular clothes. Of the three guys that do sports on 10 TV, Dave is the one I most relate to on the dressing up thing. Yeah, I kind of like the way he does it. Because he's a slob? Well, no, because Dave says <laughs> Dave refuses to wear his suit for more than like five minutes pre or post right. The broadcast. Yes. And as soon as he's to. off the We're, air, yeah. he strips everything off. Yeah. He's and then naked he's, out he's there. <laughs> no, he's back into like, you know, jeans and a t-shirt or whatever he had on, which that's how I would be. If I had to get into a suit every day at 10 TV and do that thing, I would want it on for the least amount of time. I wouldn't want to wear it all day. And so maybe those are his ties where it's just like, I got to throw this on for five minutes. I'll well, just have a pile of them over here. What's what's the bottom? What's the bottom line on the tie situation? Are we good with this? Is that Okay. Have all these communal ties? Is there something a, wrong with it? No, I don't think there's anything wrong no, if but, that's what it is. But I'm not familiar with that business. Me neither. I just compare just it to what we do. We would never have communal headphones. No, because you have they, our they, go on they go on your ears. That's, you get all your that's separated ear by cloth and whatever else but on again, there. That cloth is if, if you take too. your wardrobe seriously, I assume you're also serious about your tie. I would imagine it's some a, are it's a, very it's serious. It's a fashion statement just for your personality. I wouldn't think you'd want to share that. Well, I'm, okay. I see that side. My point I do. Is, I'm looking but at there's Ross. a lot of ties there. Ross Caruso is doing the weather right now, 20 feet from where we are, just through like 18 walls. And he has a tie on. I can see approximately five inches of the tie. He will be on TV for a maximum of three minutes this whole half hour, right? So I'm saying, I don't think, I bet you it's not that big of a deal because it's not like you're at a business function or something where you got your suit off. All right, Teddy, do me a the, favor. You got the tie Will on. You pop out there. If Dave Holmes is out there, ask him if they're communal ties or if they all belong to Dom. <laughs> Let me tell there. you right now, Ted is like, oh man, do I hate these you know what, though? Bleep, I have, bleeping bleep, I haven't asked Ted bleep. to do anything today. I'm asking him That's to walk five question. feet out there and ask that long. But hey, Ted doesn't. Hey, man. Ted, Ted's number one thing he likes to do is come in and not, he likes to keep his head down. You don't want to have to go ask Dave Holmes, hey, man, these idiots on the radio want to know if your tie situation is communal or personal. Like, he didn't want to have to do that, but now it's what he's doing. He's out there right now asking that question. 
I had a question for you, but now I know the answer. What? <laughs> now I can confirm it. I I suspected you were trying to conceal the hard candy in your mouth. No, I have for about the first forty five minutes of the segment. But I just saw it just rattling around when you were rustling and bustling. Sound like Dave Kaler's teeth. Now we can all hear it. Well, he's he, this is what he got. This is a thing mint. he used to do all the time. Was Life suck saver. on a mint? Yeah, suck saver. on the mint. He suck on a mint. I'm, I'm being courteous about my breath. Felt a little icky to me. Put the mint in. Because you and I, of course, are going to enjoy our post-show makeout. You'll like it's. This is the best day for you because I actually went to the dentist this morning. Oh, even better! So the Teddy, best you're going to get. What's the verdict? They are not communal ties. They all have their own individual ties. But they all put oh. them in the same place. No, those are all Dave's. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't know. Who, they're know, not communal. Oh, you right. you know I just know. I are? talked to Dave. I figured it Dave out. said that they have their own ties. Okay. They do not. Share I think ties. I figured it out. They're like basketballs at the Y where they have like initials on each one of them of like, oh, this is for the they fifth graders. Their, this is for the eighth graders. They write like, their initials on the white yes, tag that they holds have, the They have their initials the like tie. this. Yeah, DH, that's Dave the Holmes. There you go. DT, that's Tiberi. The flap, the tie flap. Right. The under flap. Yeah, you look on the back there, it's just white out with the like tie tongue. big, you know, T for Tiberi, H for Holmes. All right, what's coming up on the Buckeye Show? We've wasted too much time on this. Big two-hour show. We uh, will get some comments from Garrett Wilson, who was on with Rothman and Ice earlier today. Some beers and Buckeyes with our bearded friend, Patrick Mm. Murphy. Mm. We'll talk some football and some hoops and some beer with him at 645. And, uh, yeah, a lot more. Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. All right, man. I was a little disappointed in Timmy Hall because I brought this up right before the segment. And oh, tell, tell everybody. Okay. Well, no. So here's the thing. It's okay, Tim. I saw that there <laughs> it's is okay, a... It's okay, Tim. I hate a, that. Hey, Tim. It's okay, Tim. Hey, well, no. I'll explain. Boy. I'll it's ex- all right. It's all right, Tim. I will explain. So <laughs> I said to Tim... Hey, someone is making a movie about Drazen Petrovich. Does that interest you? And you said, I don't know what... Explain. What, what are you talking about? So for those who don't know, Drazen Petrovich was this NBA player from the late 80s, early 90s. He came over from Croatia, and he was great in Croatia and had been thought that he would be great in the NBA he if was, he ever he came over. pretty good in the NBA, No, he too. was. So his he last, was on the rise. Yeah, his last couple seasons, he started off in Portland and then made his way to the Nets. 92-93, he averaged 22 points. Uh, let me see how many rebounds. That's assists. good. That's yeah, really three, good. 92-93, yeah, that's, that's really good. That's really good. He was one of the best scorers in the NBA in that season. Unfortunately, his career was cut short. He died in a car accident mm. at the age of 28. So one right, season? Two right, seasons in the NBA? two seasons. He was uh, in his second season? His, he had two seasons where he was over 20 points. The first couple seasons, he was just getting his sea legs. But yeah, I think he played from so, 25 to 28 gotcha, gotcha. in the NBA. But he is in the Naismith Hall of Fame. For his contributions, that he's one of the top fifty basketball players in European basketball history. Anyway, they're doing a biopic wow. on him, and I'm that's looking shame forward on to me. seeing that. No, it's all right. Not everybody knows about him, so no, that's no, why they're making no, the movie. No, I wasn't going to say anything. I'm an idiot. T Bone never passes up an opportunity I'm to dumb. humiliate. <laughs> and you know what? Fits the show. That's right. Buckeye show coming up next. Have a great weekend. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center.
Good evening. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on the right burn of I-71 northbound before 11th Avenue. Police are on scene trying to get things clear, but plan on some heavy slowdowns in the meantime. You'll also find some delays on westbound 670 before Leonard Avenue. Still watching that accident blocking the left lane. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fixed phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus for a free auto battery testing and free installation, too, on most vehicles in most locations. See BatteriesPlus.com for details. On the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I, don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No. You I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks you would. That. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald now there are it? other white people who can pull it off i'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off i don't think no i have like shaved it all the way down it's too much maintenance that's i don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving that is you gotta do it every day yeah oh yeah to get the to get the cue ball look yeah like i have the stubble going and sometimes it gets a little longer than to shave it back down but the, the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level like of stanley commitment. tucci stanley tucci is a white guy but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat 
soccer-loving yes. guy. Good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate, so good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.